0: Welcome to a very, very special edition of the Black Country Ramble. As you will know if you're listening to this podcast, it is the first Black Country derby in nine years this weekend. JB, how are the nerves?
1: You know what, mate? Not too bad, actually. Um, I'm I'm apprehensive. That's San Miguel helps, I'm I'm sure. It's actually uh, Aldi's finest pilsner Kleinbacker. All right, Um, I don't think that'll do anything for the nerves then. It it, it makes good stuff, actually. But, um, (laughs) no, no, do you know, I am a bit apprehensive. Obviously, naturally, you are nervous in the build-up to to a local derby, but massively excited, you know, in in a a season that's been kind of drummed down through, as we touched on, lack of fans, really weird, weird time. It's such an exciting thing to look forward to, Um, even if it's not going to be the same occasion, I think, with the fans. But, yeah, excited, pal. What about you? Yeah, same here.
0: I have zero expectations, um it's getting to the point where we write this season off as albion fans um unless this is the catalyst for the rest of the season but we'll come on to that um as it is um, a very special occasion first black country derby in almost a decade we have pushed the boat out a little bit and got two of our nearest and dearest guests that we could find um jb texted me the other day and he said oh um Esso's coming on the podcast, so don't worry, mate, we, we'll have him on. I've whoa, 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 you mean to tell me you want to bring a dingle? Sorry, sorry, I promised I wouldn't use that word. You mean to tell me you, you've, bring, you've brought a Wolves fan on the podcast and you think I'm not going to come back with something else? So naturally, this week we are joined by one Albion fan and one Wolves fan. Um, we'll start with the Wolves fan, Esso. Um, it is a pleasure to have you on. You've had a couple of shout outs on the pod already. Um, how are you?
2: Very good, mate. Yeah, very good. Thanks for having me. Um, I've enjoyed the pod so far. The Interesting concept. Took me it took me a couple to get to get into it, but um, it's been a, been a good listen. Um, but yeah, very good. Again, a bit, bit apprehensive about the weekend just because of past 10 years, but um, should yeah. be fine, I think.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, and our other guest is um, very near and dear to me. In fact, it's my younger brother, Max. Uh, obviously, he's the Albion fan. Um,
3: Max, how are we? I'm good and delighted to be on. Hello.
0: Hello. Yeah, man, a few words, but boy, does he hate dingles nearly as much as <laughs> Kevin Campbell.
1: <laughs> did we
0: see that this week, boys? Kevin Campbell calling it. I d-
1: think he had a few Jaegers. And I need just to randomly had, release yeah. that. I think that was a very, very strange, <laughs> very strange. I seen that. I was like, is he okay? Uh, like, he's got, is he all right?
0: Yeah, he's got black country derby fever. Do you
1: know? Do you know it was weird? Like he, he was, he was, he was losing. His- He's losing his head in like a Cockney accent. Is he? a, a Cockney? You He Yes, he yeah. Is he a Cockney? He
0: is.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah
1: he's yeah, like, yeah. And He just didn't sound right. He didn't sound right. He was sort of going at the wolves in like a Cockney
3: accent. <laughs> he I it really bizarre, <laughs> no, he is honest. a bit weird. I, must admit, I thought the same. <laughs>
0: yeah, and he says, and he, 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 he's trying his hardest. He's trying not to say the c-word, and then he goes, "Those yeah. dogged." <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> <And> he can't <laughs> help it. I've got to say, I thought that was hilarious and it, it's it's part and parcel of the build-up. I loved how yeah, many Wolves yeah. fans it rattled. Um, I don't know,
1: why would it, why would it rattle after,
2: uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, thought it, I thought it was good value. Like. Th-
1: mate, good I'd have love, I'd, I'd, I'd loved it if like a bully had come out and absolutely <laughs> like gone, at, gone at the Albion, like absolutely <laughs> lost his
3: shit lost his shit
1: after a few Peronis sort of thing and just gone at it. Like, it'd be brilliant, but like, yeah.
0: So Tell you be, what,
3: that would have rattled me sat down at 19th hearing that... Yeah, to be you know, fair, yeah.
0: At least Kevin Campbell's yeah.
3: punching up. Yeah. <laughs> the,
2: the best thing about it was was the little video that went with it. It was like a little schoolgirl on TikTok, just like <laughs> me the camera out. Yeah.
0: I don't I was it Instagram Live or what what was that?
2: I've no idea.
0: No idea. But it's funny anyway. Kevin Campbell, yeah. what a legend. Yeah. And it's it's given us a bit of black country content in a big week. Um so just to intro yourselves to the listeners, um, Tom, how long have you been a Wolves fan? How did you get into supporting Wolves?
2: Um, yeah, I've been a Wolves fan all, all my life, really, but um, thanks to my old man, really. So I, didn't, I, I suppose I didn't really properly start following them until uh, late 90s, because um, I used to watch my dad play most of the time before that. Um, but then, yeah, I got into it, similar time to, to JB, really. Um, season ticket holder all throughout the dark years. Um <laughs> Even went in League One, all that kind of stuff, and then I've lived I've lived abroad the last few, so I've missed. Well, I say miss, but I haven't been present at the majority of of the better times. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's good to start finally having a little bit of of success. To be honest,
0: yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm another one who's lived abroad a lot of the last few years, and it's not a nice feeling, is it? When when you're sat at home and everyone's at the games, but I we I was living in Italy when we got relegated, and or rather Spain when we got relegated, Italy when we were in the championship. So I had that to, it was a bit of a nice tonic for how bad we were doing, (laughs) but I wouldn't want to be missing out on success. Um, Funnily enough, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, when I was in Italy, I think I caught more Wolves games than you two, didn't I? I was at at, uh, Wolves Torino and then I came back one day, I've not said this on the podcast, came back in January, sort of last Christmas time and just before I was heading back to Italy, um, somebody asked. If, um, we've got family members who are Wolves fans, and my uncle asked, "Did I want to go to um, Wolves-Man United um, like a corporate sit-down dinner at Old Trafford?" And that is well above my remit. I've never, never done anything like that. But that those two Wolves games that I went to last last season probably means I've seen
2: more Wolves games than you. So while you've been living abroad, no, I've done. I've done all right since. Yeah, you've done a few, right? yeah. The Torino was the only away game I missed in the Europa League. Oh, so, it was? Yeah, um, I forgot. You yeah, went, yeah. You went I, I got, yeah. I couldn't make it because my mum was due to visit and I, I felt mm. bad leaving her in my flat in Amsterdam while I was jollying it up <laughs> with you Into I'm sure
0: she'd have found something to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and Max, uh, of course I know this story, but can you tell us how long have you supported the Albion? How did you get into Albion?
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, I've supported them my whole life, but it's not really been the most amazing watch the whole time. But, uh, I'd <laughs> okay. say th- the last Prem run was when I first started really getting into it and realising what football was about a bit. Then the relegation obviously wasn't yeah. very nice and I it really felt like that was the end of our Premier League years. So it was really nice to come up and I just feel like it's back over again. But hopefully... A win against Wolves. I said at the start of the season, if we're going back down, I want to win against Wolves on the way. <laughs> so.
0: You're not asking for much. um let stole
3: early doors, mates. Yeah, you stole early doors.
0: And now Max can go now. Max has given <laughs> he's given his demands. Uh, leave it with Big Sam. Um, yeah. So we, the pair of us have been Albion fans our whole lives. We've we've actually gone to Albion similar to you boys. We've gone to Albion since before we can remember, and we our dad used to take us like one by one, couldn't carry all three of us, obviously at the same time, but used to take us before we were old enough to have a, a seat of our own. And um, well, nobody ever believes uh, that everyone's sort of now nah, you've not been going since you're a baby. And it's like, no, I've been going since I was a baby. Like, yeah. so that our story is sort of a bit of an on story like you guys. Um, but that's the way it is when, unless you're a, a man United or a Liverpool or a, a, you know, a Chelsea, nobody, you don't choose your club when you get to a certain no. age, you just stuck with it and, I think it's quite if, nice that. We, sorry, JB. I think it's quite nice that we we have these famous old clubs who have won everything, um, and they just happen to be the the short straws that we've drawn in recent times. But it's a it's a famous old rivalry. Sorry, JB. Carry on.
1: No, no I was going to say I think as well t- in terms of like sort of our era. In terms of I know I know I know there's a, a, a bit of an age difference between like myself and S O and, and and you boys, but like in terms of our sort of generation here, I think we are sort of the. The last of where like you support your, your local team and it's it's born and bred within your family. Um, I think nowadays yeah. with all the social media and your, your Instagrams and your TikToks and your and obviously all you know the the the, the, the sort of the, the diverse way the football clubs market themselves to fans nowadays, there's a far more bigger reach to like you know if, if I was to if if any of us were to have child like children or, or or sons in the future. I would obviously hope they're to Walsh, it's put out in that, but it would be more difficult to actually because of, of the way that the world is now. So I think it's great that, like I said, it's, it's a lovely story to tell. It was ingrained in our sort of family culture and stuff. Um, and that's really important, obviously, to, to, be, to be fair.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, it, it, it's that thing of there is no choice in it. You, you yeah, your yeah. local team. Our dad was born in. Um... Well, our dad was born in Hansworth, so and he lived in Smethwick. He lived on the same road as the ground. Your dad's from Bloxwich, and you know, he' right down the road from the Molyneux. Yeah, pop- yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So Proper, your dad's
0: a black country boy as well, isn't he? Yeah,
2: he's from Bloxwich as well. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, yeah. Know each other from our old man. Block, yeah. block out boys.
0: <laughs> yeah, it massively. So it was. A, it's very much a support local thing, and yeah, that is changing really. But I'm sure whenever we do have kids, we'll, we'll make sure they support black country. Your yeah. girls support I, I black think, country, I don't they, JB? It... Oh,
1: yeah. mate, wolves are mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, funnily enough,
0: Max's girlfriend is um, wolves, and obviously my girlfriend's family are wolves.
1: Couldn't could, could, could we have had her
0: on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that were, there really would have been a ganging up on me job. Um, <laughs> and obviously, JB, as you know, my girlfriend's family are Wolves fans. Anyone who's not in on that joke, that's Jack's sister. Um, But she looks great in blue and white. Um, I've got photographic evidence uh, that she has very much turned her back on the old golden black, JB.
1: (coughs) No nibbles this this Certainly, mate. I'll I'll, I'll get get
0: that over to you after the podcast, mate. I'll I'll send a a snap of that over. Um, So let's get into it. We... We are fresh off the back of a disastrous FA Cup game for the Albion and a, an efficient FA Cup game for Wolves, which they followed with um, a loss last night. We'll get on to the Wolves-Everton game. But quickly, and I, I don't think there'll be much to say, bearing in mind you've played since, uh, Esso, yeah. thoughts on the FA Cup game? What How did What did you make of that? Uh, great goal, I, obviously.
2: Yeah, I mean, first of all, I'm, I'm quite glad they took it, you took it seriously in the end. Um, I spoke to Jack about it the last... Kind of few days or, or week or so, and I think I think we'll get to it later. But the way the season is kind of going, I think it's important to to take the FA Cup seriously. Um, I think a lot of teams won't, and like you say, with it with a little bit of a decent draw, next thing you know, you're in the quarterfinals. So I'm glad he took it seriously. I didn't actually watch the game; I was still in South Africa. Um, yeah, cho- cho- chose Don't not to watch him. it. Hasn't <laughs> been great the last few weeks. Um, good goal from Troyore. Hopefully, he yeah. can he can kick on from there. Um, I've got my doubts still, but who knows? Um yeah. but yeah, like like I say, Gladbury in the hat should obviously beat Chorley, then got a good chance against Saints or, or Arsenal at home as well. So
0: Yeah, I've got I've got to ask. Boys, can somebody explain this Chorley away thing? All of a sudden my timeline's filled with Wolves fans now. We're running this podcast. What on earth is this Chorley Away joke?
1: it's uh, basically we played Chorley away back when when we were on the verge of, of bankruptcy and we were under the Batty brothers and when the Molyneux was falling down and and we were literally like i think it was 24 hours away from bankrupt f- from the club was that
0: when you sold your club for a pound was that the
1: same that, that so, yeah that it was it is oh no, no. the oh, well, the thing was the Steve Morgan to so Jack Hayward um, oh yeah, yeah 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 no yeah. no
0: no honestly genuinely <laughs> i didn't no, know no, I, the, the,
1: no, no. The tenor thing was Steve Morgan, Is that another token gesture. Yeah. Sir Jack owed ah, right, all the money right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the pound thing was the Batty brothers. Back in the days, we were on the verge of going bankrupt and collapsing. And the Molyneux was falling apart, and we played Chorley away. A little bit like when when um, Hereford was it he beat Newcastle. Ronnie was it Ronnie Radford? Uh, I think his yeah. name was. He scored that goal. So we played Chorley. Chorley were like a non-league team, and, and Chorley beat us in the FA Cup. And it was like one of the really sort of dark days of, of the Wolves, you know, the, the the results you look back on in the real dark days, and we lost to Charlie. But ultimately, there's a lot of, I think, a lot of, there's a, an on-running joke in the Wolves sort of Twitter world where, like, there's a lot of, um, I don't think it's the same with Albion fans, actually. It's quite interesting to ask this. The Wolves fans, there is a lot of, Vanessa, back me up on this, there's there's a lot of, like, hierarchy with Wolves fans on Twitter and something think they're better than others because they've had season tickets for this long and they go got to all the away games and, bloody man, there's not there's not many really joke. Oh, well, basically, did you get to Chorley away? If you didn't get to Chorley away, you're not a proper fan. And that sort right. of thing. So that's where the Chorley thing, as well as it being a real dark day in the club's history, there's a there's a, a modern joke twist on it where, like, if you didn't get to Chorley away, you're not a super fan sort of thing, which probably doesn't make yeah. much sense to you, but it's just,
2: you know, weird Twitter Wolves fans, to be honest. Yeah, no, it's man. a bit weird. Yeah, it man, was yeah. It was about... I think there was about 3,000 there and every man and, his dog, every man and your dog you speak to as a Wolves fan says they're away, so good at Chorley yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> away. We, we, we've got them again and no one can go. I'm sure every 20 years time everyone will be saying they were there again. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Absolutely. Um, I, I don't know. They are distinct fan bases. Obviously, same, similar demographics. Um, almost matching up geographically. I know there's the distinction where more Birmingham and some people say that yeah. where we are is the heart of the black country and wolves is Staffordshire. That not for me, by the way, not for me. Um It's it, it modern day black country includes um, wolves, it includes the entire wolves catchment area. Um it, Anyway, that's a, a whole another kettle of fish, uh, but no, we, I wouldn't say we've really got that. Um, obviously every fan base has um, that toxic sort of wing that people just want to want to be contrary to whatever other people are saying and things like that but it, it there's no sort of divide there's no divide or people trying to maybe well maybe there is I don't know I, I don't see that anyway but I'm I've had a season ticket for a long time uh, on and off obviously with living abroad and stuff um and I Maybe I, think, I just I don't think it's see become, it. I think
1: it's become more prominent since there's become more demand. I was going to say it's that, JB, yeah. I was so going to say that. Obviously, no, 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 no. No offense, but like, like Albion have never had that demand. I don't mean that disrespectfully, but like, you know, you've never had waiting lists for season tickets, and no. like, and you can, things turn up like, on,
0: just, you can turn up on the
1: day and get a ticket, at Albion. Exactly. Other fans will laugh so, at us for that. I love that. the The only the only time that Wolves have ever, had, obviously, whenever we've been in the prem, basically, and the season we went up under Nuno um the, the, since we've become better, basically, obviously, the, you know, the, the demand has got more. And then obviously, when you've got the away season ticket situation, because Wolves fans are notoriously travelling in real good numbers, even in League One, you know, we've travelled in ridiculous, you know, the, the 10K to MK, and and on, on we maybe took 7,000 to Preston on the opening day. And we've all travelled in really good numbers, no matter what league we're in. Um, and, and obviously now the number, numbers limited. There's all this away season ticket holder sort of... um you, you've got like, so i probably explain it better, there's like gold, platinum and all this sort of stuff and, and all that sort of malarkey and, and I should be gold because I had this and it's just all a bit a bit wishy-washy for me. But um, we have digressed, mate. But yeah, ultimately, that's where the Chorley gag comes from, basically.
0: Yeah, no, 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 not at all. I, I Digression's fine. I think that's yeah. part of what people listen to. They don't want us to just sit here and say, uh, Wolves scored a good goal. And they won 1 0. <laughs> you know, it, I think people. Take that now, key. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that was past tense. I'm talking about when you beat <laughs> yeah, Palace. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, I've got to hope I'm not saying that next week. I think if we do get beat 1 0, that's the level of enthusiasm I'll be speaking with on next week's podcast. That's exactly how I'll sound if we get beat. Um, yeah, just, to go so, back
2: there, just, just to go back on there. Yeah, I was just to um, back to you. There, for 95% of our lives, we'd have also been able to rock up the Molyneux and, and yeah. get, a, get a ticket as well. And like Jack says, we've we've kind of been a victim, not a victim, but this success we've had in the last two or three years, and we've gone from waiting season ticket waiting lists of ten thousand and gold season tickets, away season tickets. And it just gives people this like exactly like you say status to say, oh yeah, are you are you a season ticket holder? Yeah, I'm an away season ticket holder. I'm a gold. I'm a silver, and it's just yeah. made this. Gold. I was at Chorley, like, t- like yeah. and it's just the whole yeah 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 yeah.
0: Oh, it's one of them. But no, good good solid performance from Wolves. Efficient, I think, is the word. Um... Can't really say the same about Albion. No, I mean, it, it it was not a good FA Cup run this year. Um Max, what did you make of that? It, Keep it I clean. Wanna say
3: it was, <laughs> I want to <laughs> say it was a surprise, but I called it, and I probably sound like the most <laughs> negative fan in the world right now, but I saw Blackpool and thought, oh. I wanted <laughs> We don't want to like go that. there. Like we, we wanted a win, like a <laughs> sure part a bit of confidence. <laughs> we wanted surely. We definitely didn't want a team like Blackpool. They're just at that right level where it's embarrassing if you lose and it's not good <laughs> if you win. So it's just like, you know, there's no point yeah. in turning up to that one, is there? Yeah, I some I saw yeah, somebody tweet
0: saying um Blackpool did well to narrowly avoid the upset. And I think that kind of <laughs> nails it. That is the that's <laughs> yeah. the state of play at the Hawthorns at the moment. Um a bit of a, a strange one. Was it a strong side? Was it a, a weak side? Any side that makes eight changes um, and plays with no striker is not a strong side. But any Premier League side should be beating any League One side. Full stop. And, and that's it. That, there's nothing more to be said about that performance. I, I, I think, yeah. It was poor. I,
1: yeah, I think for me, I agree with what you're saying. I think for me, when I looked at your eleven he you put out, I just thought that could be realistically one of your Premier League elevens if you had a couple of injuries. It wasn't like you, you oh, whacked a sure. lot of, yeah. It yeah. wasn't like you, whacked, it wasn't like you back a lot of under twenty threes and all out of under 18s You know, I, I looked no, at your side. Sure, and I, mean, yeah. I mean, I texted you know I? I said, "Well, that's a strong sign." You were like, "Well, actually, there was eight changes, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera, which I take your point, but on the front of it, you look at it, you go, "Well, actually, that could potentially be an Albion eleven in the Prem if they get a couple of suspensions yeah. or injuries." Yeah. and but the FA Cup's a funny one, isn't it? It turns up funny results, whether you put your strongest team out, your weakest team out. You, do you know what I mean? You, it's one of them, in, you know, Villa under-18s went into Liverpool, you know, against Liverpool's one of the strongest teams, won all at half-time, you, you know, and 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 then you've got the Chorley beating Derby and you've got Crawley battering Leeds and so and, and Leeds put out a good side, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, F- I'm a- glad that Naples- took the
0: heat off us a little bit. No one was talking yeah. about Calvary anymore.
1: Yeah, so yeah, had firms couple of results like that. So, as I said, you can't really read too much into it, sort of thing. And, and for Team Not like Blackpool, you know, they'll really take it seriously because the, the more they progress, the more money's in the pot for them, oh, and especially the, this year. In the pandemic, they're getting no ticket Absolutely. revenue, nothing like that. You know, it's it's really important for a lot of clubs to, to get that revenue Absolutely, in. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and, to yeah honest, quite...
0: sorry, man, and to be honest, sorry, man, to be honest, it couldn't matter less for us this season. So it, sure. you know, no one will remember us losing on penalties to Blackpool. They'll remember sure. it for years. Good luck to them. Yeah. I, I don't think it's I don't think there's much more to be said. Um one man who did get on the score sheet, and we've had a conversation about him this week, JB, because he got into our Black Country eleven last week was Mateus Pereira. Um I have had some uh strange I stra- uh, yeah. JB's giggling. Strange texts about Mateus Pereira from JB. Go off. often off now. Um, right, yes. And Esso also put out on social media. Neither of them could believe that Mateus Pereira had got into the Black Country 11 over the mighty Michael Keitley. The pair of them absolutely beside themselves that Mick McCarthy's get chalk on your boots winger hasn't muscled his way past our Brazilian wonder kid.
1: You, explain yourself. I well I'll jump in first and I could jump on the back of it. I'll just say this unless I could jump in. So I did a bit of digging and I was obviously under the impression that Pereira's stats last season were like unbelievable, the best ever. And they were, they were good. But uh Michael Keitley's in the season that we went up under Mick were better. He got more goals and more assists than Pereira did last year. Uh with playing less games as well. So Pereira played forty-two games. Um Michael Kiley played at 38 games and got more goals and more assists in the season. We went up in a in a better league, I think, uh, than the championship That's was last nonsense, year. Nonsense,
0: Jack. It, uh, this this it was a bad league. Is the championship has come well, on it, leaps it, it, and bounds since Michael Kiley was and,
1: playing. In and it. So, and so, so as player de- development in terms of fitness products, etc. They're allowed to. Either way, what I'm trying to say is, Pereira. I'm not saying he's a bad player. And so again, jump in so when you need to. And obviously, I'm sure Max. But I'm not saying he's a bad player. But what I'm trying to say is. He has has played one season, the Championship, and Michael Keitley got better stats than him, playing less games. How many goals and assists did Michael Keitley get? Uh, 19 assists and nine goals, whereas Prayer got eight goals, That's excellent, and 16 yeah, 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 assists. yeah, and he won um, three
0: penalties as well. Which in the Premier yeah. League he's counted as assists in the Championship, um, not, So,
1: and, and again, and a kind of and obviously, and obviously, and for me, as I said to you, and I was obviously trying to get a bite out you, and I was saying, but you didn't me, get it at
0: the time, but you've got it now, no,
1: yeah, yeah. But like, I think, like, when I compared to last season, I look at like how poor Villa were, and Villa were getting battered left, right, and center, but. Everyone was, could see that Greeley stood out like a sore thumb and that it was greelish, Whereas, like, I'll be honest with you, no one talks about Prayer apart from Albion fans, and, and he hasn't particularly stood out like a shining beacon in a, in a relatively poor Albion side. Um, and I, I just disagree think I'm not saying, I'm with not I'm, well, the stats don't bear much, you know, was it one goal,
3: three assists? No, is great it stats do show it yeah they and do Villa fans were allowed to be loud about Grealish for just that and for, for winning that fouls well, for last season yeah <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> like, like, Grealish is different Grealish is different gravy to Pereira so we is oh, is yeah. oh, I, I spoiler, wouldn't yeah. compare we, can, we can't it. compare but like, but, but, like, but you're I'm the one just, comparing I'm... them no but I'm trying to say something he stuck out like a sore thumb in, in a really poor yeah. side whereas for me Pereira has shown what he's about really he hasn't really stood out his temperament's poor Um He's already talking about his contract based on stuff I've read on The Athletic and stuff
3: like that from respected yeah. Albion journalists. He's come out. No, oh, no, so, no, 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 no. Whoa, 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 whoa.
0: I'll take anything you say, but let's not have Steve Mayley as a respected Albion journalist. <laughs> Let, I, I'm i going to... No, I'm only joking. Well,
1: Steve, if you're listening, <laughs> I which I I'm can, sure I, you're I, not. I, can't, I can't
0: No, but, uh, oh, but this Pereira thing, it is just so clear that, that, you know, he's in the first year of his contract. He's not... Um, He's not running down the end of his contract. Nothing like that. There's just the club wanted to give him a pay rise when funds became available. And that's all that's being spoken about. And they've written that story for clicks. And that is not the athletic. They're not a clickbaity um, establishment. And it was really disappointed. And Pereira's come out and said, and basically said it was nonsense. Like the, I don't think there's anything in that. I think Pereira might leave at the end of the season, whatever. we got him on a four-year deal still to go. Like, We'll make money out of him, whatever. But yeah. I don't think it's fair to say he's sitting there sulking because I don't believe that is actually the way it is.
1: And like I say, in terms of the contract, that, that that's by the by list and that was just a side note that I read. I think ultimately all I'm trying to say is that, 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 that Kitely was, in my mind, a, a, a supreme player. Um, and as I say, the, the 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 stats that Pereira was sort of built on last year, um, Kitely had better stats in, in the year that, that, that he came up. Um in the year the wolves came up under Mick Mick. Like I said, me and SR saw him I believe in his palm. Um yes, yeah, so it was it was just a difficult one to swallow, really that one because like it's I a say, fair we... point about
0: yeah, how much you saw of him and how much I see of yeah. him and the way you see a player. I actually I actually again, funnily enough, I think I've been to three Wolves games in my life and they've all got to mention on this pod. But we we won a school football tournament when we were in primary school. And the prize was to go and watch a game at the Molyneux, And Kightley was on crutches. Um, and that's how I remember Michael <sighs> Oh, Always on crutches. He
1: did suffer. He did suffer. Which is a stuff. shame
0: because he was, he was obviously a talented player. Um, Max, yeah. I think you wanted to add something about stats in the championship.
3: Yeah. Um, if we're going off stats in the championship, Graham Doran's got, I believe, 22 assists in one season. So yeah. surely he's a shoo-in for this combined eleven that you're doing.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I, oh. listen, cars on the table bit of an oversight Graham Dorans was was massive for me when I was a kid but he didn't really come into my thinking I went more mm. in, for players who were class in the Premier League and things like that but yeah, that's a great point about the stats like the times have changed is Graham Dorans a better player than Mateus Pereira? No Is Michael Keitley a better player than Mateus Pereira? No Yes no. Yes Esther, <laughs> so, do you want to jump in? Yes.
2: Yeah, look, look firstly, the, 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 the format and the um, Black Country Eleven has been great. And generally, I look at them and I think barring a couple, I'm like, oh, that could go either way. Um, Foster, pretty unlucky not to get in over Patricio, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I think Lescott had a shout to get in over McCauley. Yeah, JB said uh, the same,
0: yeah.
2: Oh, but, but again, me and, me and Jack watched Lescott when he was in his absolute pomp. And I cannot explain to you how good that kid was in 2002, 2003. He was like yeah. running games from centre-back. Yeah. He was a lot of people, it was still got to be Albion, I have to say. Yeah, yeah. well, a lot, a lot of people kind of lose the thought. A lot of people think of Lescott, what it was like at the end of City and maybe at Villa. and But the kid was so good. But with, with, for me, with Kitely and, and, and Pereira, look, we, we can talk about stats all day, but I think sometimes we can go over the top on stats. Wolves, yeah. Wolves were class in that league, right? and Keitley was top man nearly every single week. Very good. He was much more than a chalk on your boots winger. Jarvis was a chalk on your boots winger. Ch- Keitley was in a way kind of ahead of his times. He wasn't all about going out wide. He'd come in field, he bossed the game in field. He was, he was a seriously good player. We then went up into the premiership and again, we're a poor side, just like the Albion this year, a, a pretty poor side. And for me, he was still top man all the time to be honest with you. And, and y- y- the likes of United, Liverpool, everyone was looking at him. And at that point, yeah, he, he kind of got fr- frustrated with injury uh, or, or, or stuck with injuries. But for me, out of all of those, of all of the matchups in the eleven so far, as the only one that I looked at and thought, that's just a no-brainer. It's got to be quite there. Really.
0: So interesting.
2: Quite, yeah. yeah. And, and I think, like you say, uh, I, think, I think it's, it, yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to compare him to, to kind of Grealish. I think at times last year, Grealish also went missing when, when Villa were a poor side. But from what I've seen of, of Albin this year, and it's not much, by the way. I, I I don't go out of my way to watch the <laughs> Albion. about actually is that when you were <laughs> saying
3: Pereira wasn't that good. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, look, he's he's, 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 a,
2: he's, a, he's a good player. He's he's a, a, a kind of he's a flashy player. But do you really want him on your team? in My opinion, unless you're you're bossing a game, I'm not convinced.
3: That's a fair point. About I don't. Yeah, I don't think he's yeah. a game changer by any stretch.
2: Really,
0: I think I think he is a game changer. I think he's a massive game changer, but you have to accommodate him because he, uh, although he works hard, he's not as
3: defensively minded as... Yeah, I'll change that. I think he is. He can be a game changer, but not on his own. Yeah.
0: It, I think he needs some... I, I see what you him. mean. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yes, um, because of the way he plays. It, the way mm-hmm. he plays is um, dink through balls, nutmegs, like one touch passing and you cannot do that on your own. And I think yeah. that the perfect game, which epitomizes that was the Man United game when we lost one nil and Connor Gallagher won that penalty and it was overturned and VAR thing, all that stuff. Pereira had something like six nutmegs in that game, but yeah. we were, we were camped in for the whole game. So it, it didn't really progress the team. If Pereira, and I, I hope, I don't have to see this for a while, but I think it will happen. If Pereira moves on to a higher level, I think then you'll see his true quality. Um, I think Pereira is a phenomenal footballer. And, and he's in this team for me, or I put him forward. This isn't me and JB have done this. This is the people. And you can't argue with democracy. We're told so often nowadays. Um, <laughs> he's in there for his talent. It's not. He's not in there for... X amount of appearances yet he's not in there for anything other than he is a genius with a football at his feet and, yeah. and that's why that's why people love to watch him.
1: It's a fair point. Look, he's a good yeah. player, the, 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 and, and that's never been in dispute. As I say, I think it's difficult. I think, like I say, because because me and Esso watch Kite Lee week in, week out um, for a number of years, and as as you guys just said, how. I think just like he's not a game changer on his own sort of thing, and he needs people around him. Yes, he's magic on the ball. All that me and SO watched Kitely. Like I say, we were t- Wolves were outstanding that year. We went up. and like he was top dog every single week. And there'd be yeah. games where we struggled a little bit at times, and Kitely would just literally, it, 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 it just drag us. You'd see this little skinny kid on the wing, wouldn't you? And he would just drop in, and he would literally just tear teams up on his own. Yeah. Um, and I
2: yeah. can't explain say yeah we're guys. sorry to but we, we then no, got promoted no, no. and um, obviously that year Ebanks, Blake and Uluumo scored a hatful. Ebanks didn't step up to the Premier League as we'd have hoped obviously Uluumo was never going to step up to the Premier League and it, it was kind of like it was quite a like job it's every week to do something when they had to do something and they did and that, that, that for me is almost what kind of elevated him more than, than the year before personally yeah. in my opinion is that when, when, we, yeah. were, when we were poor and you look at that 11 that we had we were poor for the we Premier poor. League side. Um and we stayed up and, and yeah, he was still top man pretty much every week. He, he was a phenomenal footballer, Michael Gyder. Phenomenal.
0: Yeah, I think I think at the end of the day, there's always gonna be this thing of as as much as we try and break boundaries on this podcast. We are going to hit a brick wall when it comes to yeah, someone who's close to your heart, somebody who's close to Viner yeah, yeah. Max's yeah, heart. Yeah. We we're just not going to agree on that. But no, I think I think that's we've probably done that to death there. But again, yeah. two two Healthy very talented players, and, and, and somebody online is going to point this out, and we know this. They're different players as well. Yeah, yeah, massively. Different. Pereira yeah, wants massive to play look. inside all the time, and it, it, yeah, and Kightly was like you said, he wasn't chalking your boots like I'm saying he was. But he, he was an out and out win game more so yeah. than, than Pereira. He, we know yes. the different players as well. But for the for the sake of the Mike Bassett four four two, which is sacred in this format, <laughs> we needed we needed wingers. Now, fantastic boys. Um, just quickly on uh, Wolves and Everton, lads. I watched it last night. Um, I have to say, and I do not sit and watch Wolves and wish them to lose every week. Um, obviously, I, it's you never wish them to win ever. But I don't sit there. And wish ill fortune on Wolves. But I did last night. I did. I sat there and I got my Evertonian hat on. And I really, really wanted you to lose going into the weekend. Um, and I don't think you really deserve to lose. I
1: thought you played quite well. It, yeah, it was a funny one again. So I'll just jump in when you want to, mate. Um, I know you weren't watching it, Poppy. Were you, f- were you flying last night? Anyway, no, it. I watched I watched you weren't watching yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm my days mixed up. Um it was a funny one. I, I thought, I thought, I thought. Obviously, you know, we conceded early doors, which kind of again your game plan goes out the window. Um, but to get back on level terms so quickly was <clears throat> was was good. Um, I thought we played quite well. We created chances. Um, <laughs> you know, I thought we were okay. I, I thought second half was was much to do about nothing. I thought we didn't really create anything. They didn't really create anything. I think a draw would have been a fair result. Then ultimately, they've just scored Eddie in the box. Oh, that uh, was nothing really wasn't it. Uh, yeah, a difficult one to take. I think. I mean, I looked, I looked me, me and ESO spoke a little bit last night and a bit this morning, and, and our massive thing at the moment is is, is, is the, the Fabio Silva leading the line situation and just the lack of... Um, oh, God, what's the word I'm after? Just the lack of, of dynamism, like, j- j- just through the middle, really, because the, the, the kids are rabbit in headlights at the moment. Um, he looks so out of his depth.
2: Um, in, it, it, he's, it's, he's uh, yeah, he's not. No, he's completely out of his depth, and it's not his fault. It, thirty-five no. million was paid for him, but he's not thirty-five million pounds worth of player. And he, yeah, he, he, he's weak, and he's actually fragile. And that's what Wolves got at the moment—really fragile. Um, and we're losing games, and we're drawing games that in the past three seasons we just not we wouldn't we wouldn't have lost, or we wouldn't have drawn, wouldn't have dropped points. I like look at um, United, Brighton, Villa. Everton, this is all in the last six weeks and we've conceded late goals and and, and yes, thrown points never, away. It's never we, been us. Yeah, just because we're really fragile and I think that's just a perfect way to describe us at the moment. I'm mean, sure we'll come on to it in, in, in more depth. I didn't I didn't really think we deserved to lose last night, but we didn't really do, do enough to win either. Um, so yeah, I'd agree can't with You re, can't really complain to it.
0: Yeah, and I <clears> think <throat> that's fair enough. So, Max, I know you caught the game as well. Your thoughts mm. on Wolves on their last game going into the Black Country derby?
3: Um, To be honest, I caught it in periods. It wasn't like one big viewing, but almost every minute that I watched, Wolves were on top. But for whatever reason, it just never looked like they were going to score while I was watching. Yeah, they are a bit
0: toothless at the moment. Yeah, they were getting
3: forward, but I think it's just knowing, like you were saying, Fabio Silva's there and he's in that role where if, if you had Jimenez, you're looking at three or four goals in that game, I think.
1: Yeah, very yeah. possibly. It's a massive,
0: massive
3: um, drop-off. I mean, tra- really, the
1: chances we've missed in in in, in these games. I mean, silver has been guilty of missing three clear-cut chances in the last four games. Obviously, Ottesoy, you know, your 19-year-old kid who's played barely any first-team football. You know, he's missed a. You know, we have missed sitters in games to to take points, take wins, and just nothing, it's not an excuse, it's, it's not good enough, you know, it's not saying, oh, you know, in, in, in another another couple of weeks, that could turn for us, it's not, it's not good enough, as I said, we're dropping points in previous seasons. we won't be dropping, um, we look, do look toothless, it, as I said, it's not Fabio Silva's fault, that we've brought in an 18-year-old kid, from Portugal, who's played barely 90 minutes, adult football, for 35 million quid, um, I've got no idea where, Katrona is at, with his fitness, like, I know, I'll, we'll go into this, in, in, in the preview, but, yeah it 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 was one of them game a bit of a nothing game I think we were good in spells they looked good in spells and they they did a bit more than us that was it really
0: Yeah I think I think it's probably um without meaning to sort of Put wolves down. I think it's a bit of a reality check of where they're at compared to the teams who are actually looking to break into the top six this season. Uh, obviously, it's the transition season, all the all these things, but that's been the aim. What Everton are doing this season has been the aim of Wolves for we.
1: we always now. said, it, Kieran, if we have an injury crisis, our small squad mentality will come back to bite us on the arse, and we are in the middle of a massive injury crisis. You yeah. know, you've got six players on the, on the t- treatment table that all go in that, that first 11. We are missing 55% of our starting 11. No question. Yeah. No question. Yeah. You know, but you're missing the just,
3: quality as well. The you're quality. That's and exactly what I I think Raul Jimenez might Johnny. be 50% of those 55%. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. He's
3: that important for Wolves at times. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but, but so is Johnny. I'll bang the drum about Johnny all the time. Johnny is one of the best left backs in the league. Bolly, when he's on the game, he's one of the best centre backs in the league. You know, you know, Traore, for the fact that he's hit and miss, he had a different dimension. Pudence was in the form of his life, prior to getting injured. He was taking the piss out of teams in the build-up. You know, we are missing absolute... And that's not an excuse. We should have invested more wisely in the summer. We should have better strength in depth. Um, and, and this small squad mentality has come back to bite us. Um, and I've got no idea when these players are back. And that's, that's the thing. They did a little brief thing the other day. I said, you did not know, care when they released a little yeah, brief yeah, yeah. thing on the website... But it doesn't give anything away. It, it, I don't know who's in training. Don't know whether they're going to get anybody back this week. Well, no ne- idea. Neither
0: do I. And it's concerning heading into this weekend because we could turn up and um, Bolly's there. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. Bolly's there. Pedence is back. Traores in the starting eleven. We we don't know as a team who's going to play walls. And uh-huh. I think that I think that's why Nuno keeps his cards close to his chest with. With uh um, yeah, yeah, Nuno's, sure, sure. Nuno's
2: always done this ever since he took over but we've never had more than one maybe two injury at this time and obviously now we're crippled fans hate the fact they don't know about it when it's just one or two it's fine they kind of come back and, uh, and whatever but it's yeah. going to be point on, on Everton there uh, uh, end of the season we'll see but I don't see Everton as, as a better team better squad than us if I'm perfectly honest with you Um yeah obviously they're, they're going to finish ahead of us this year but will they finish will they do better than what we've done in the past two seasons I'm not really sure and with a full complement, I'm pretty sure we'll be we'll be kind of changing with them with them next year. Um,
3: yeah, very know, possibly. They've had a decent
2: yeah. start, but I don't I don't think they're really all that. If I'm perfectly honest with you.
3: Yeah, I think Everton tend to drop points towards the end of the season. Yeah. Anyways, they they used to be the opposite too. of that. They used to
0: under David Moyes, they used to have no points come Christmas and then finishing the
3: and drive up,
0: weren't yeah. they? Top 6 would weren't they? That was a weird one. Yeah, I, I mean, for for my money, Everton are going in the right direction this season. Um, and wolves are going in the wrong direction, but they're still in the same sort of vicinity. I, I do, th- I do think that they're sort of swimming in the same circles. Them and your Southamptons as well. I've been really impressed with them this season. Ever since they're nine nil, to be honest, last season they've just looked great, haven't they?
3: There's also one um, more team there, but I don't think we Leicester.
0: Them. Oh, no, maybe we cannot consider Villa in that. Villa, Villa, like, to say Everton are just having a good season, whatever, Villa is the epitome of oh, yeah. they've had a good start. Like, I, I don't see that any legs in this Villa um, in this Villa run. I don't think they'll be breaking into the, the top six, for example, whereas Everton, I think, will finish Ever- in the Everton, Everton won't. No, it's Everton will It's interesting. Won't. I think Everton
2: will Le- finish Le- in the top six. Nah. Le- 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 Leicester will. And Leicester, I think, can almost got a stake, just, uh, uh, sorry, can stake a claim to say they are in the top six if they do it again this year when they will. Yeah. But, I, I don't see everything doing it. I think Arsenal are only going to get stronger and stronger and from the traditional big six, I mean, who else is going to drop out of there?
0: Interesting, yeah. I, I think Chelsea, are, Chelsea will get through on their firepower alone, but I've said it since he was at a Derby, Lampard is clueless. Like, this is not, this is not, a, I'm getting nods from all the boys there. Like, this is not a, a general Premier League football podcast, because, otherwise, we'd, we'd have all these opinions all the time, but, um, yeah, with, with the likes of Lampard in charge at Chelsea, it does open the door a little bit for your Everton, your Leicesters. Obviously, Arsenal are in transition. Man United, where has this come from as well? No idea. Crazy. Right. Anyway, no we, we really, really yeah, could no, talk no, yeah, about yeah, this no, all no, night. Yeah,
1: yeah. I know.
0: <laughs> but one one thing that um we do need to continue with, of course, um, and this is probably gonna ruffle a few feathers once more, is our Black Country Eleven. Um, this week we have the benefit of um an extra Albion fan and an extra Wolves fan on the pod. Um, So this can be open discussion this week. And what we're going to do as ever is put forward our players for this week's position, and then we'll put it on a poll and the listeners will vote. Um, Last week we did wingers, and as we've already touched on, uh, I think touched on might be underselling it slightly, but as we've already discussed at length, Michael Kitely went up against Pereira, um, and Pereira won that one. And then in a slightly closer run race, Zoltan Gira. Uh, beat out Matt Jarvis, which um, I'm personally very happy about. I, I've got a lot of time for Zoltan Gear, and I know a lot of Albion fans have. But big, big loss for Wolves, really, in the Black Country. 11 stakes last week because they were two massive players for Wolves in the 2000s. They would be kind of some of the first names on the team sheet if, if you were looking back at Wolves over the last 20 years. But once we get to the top end of the pitch, this is where it gets very interesting, um, this week it is strikers, and this week I don't know. I I am not. I couldn't even guess who's going to come out on top, and I don't even know which Albion players Max and I will decide on here, or even which Wolves players you'll decide on. I know there's one definite for you guys, and there's one definite for us. Um, yeah. but who? Who's going to get in? I don't really know. Um, I can see see that, that's, that such, is, such is the quality of striker we've had over the years. I said there's a definite for Wolves and a definite for Albion. And Max and Esso are sat there scratching their heads. I have no
3: idea, idea, idea which Albion player you're talking about when you said Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think it's obvious there's a definite for Wolves,
2: but yeah, yeah I, 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 I think we've been tormented I, by I'm a few um, Albion strikers. so I'm yeah, like You have player. to be fair, yeah. <laughs> me, and, me,
1: me, me, me and Esso had a little chat the other day about obviously me and Esso speak every day to be fair but we had a little chat about this feature and I said I think Kizzy's I'm not going to say his name well, I'll obviously let you say who it is but said, I'm sure he's going to put in this one guy and then it was a toss up between probably two or three after for the second one so he, I am really it is, it I am, is three yeah. I am really inter- I am really interested to see who this nailed on one is because we all look a bit flummoxed so
0: well, the, the nailed on one will not be a surprise for most Albion fans um, it's going to
3: be a surprise for me
0: Okay, yeah, I'll, that's what I'll what I'm saying so i yeah. hold on <laughs> to it for a No, 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 no. You, you the go first this week.
1: Really you
3: can't do first. Yeah, it's I know. You,
0: you want me to go first so you can pick your best striker to go. It's my best striker, or vice versa. You might put your worst striker, so you definitely get one in. I've been, I've been letting We can side the way of the pot. We, we can side the way. Of the pot
1: after. Yeah, yeah. I've
2: I'm been pretty letting... comfortable. There's, there's, there's one Wolves one that's gonna, that's gonna win either one. So yeah, I think he probably will. It's almost you decide. Yeah
0: and i think there's one albion one who will probably win any poll if the albion fans get a hold of it as well. um max you're looking at me confused. um for me it's super kev super kev getting this team. okay yeah, it yeah told, told we, you um, so. yeah told you
3: so. super kev getting yeah, this team i thought it would be
0: by a country mile. yeah like he was he was so good. he was he was absolutely phenomenal. He was only at the Albion for a couple of seasons, but he was a breath of fresh air when he was there. Um, he, he scored so many goals The season. We nearly went up. Uh, we lost to Derby. That was my first in heartbreak. Um, and he scored even more goals the following season when we did go up. Um, he tormented Wolves. He scored every time we played Wolves. And he scored every time Sunderland played Newcastle. And he scored every time Villa played Blues. He just made a habit of, of scoring big goals in big games over his career. Um, and he, he, he's a nailed on starter for me. Um, Max, what, where do you weigh in on that?
3: Uh, yeah, I was thinking you might throw either Lukaku, Adam Wingate. was oh, thinking, keep his names
0: close to your chest.
3: I was thinking, I can't <laughs> wait to throw Super Kev <laughs> <cover> at you.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, I know. Um, I
0: think you'll be a popular choice with, with the Albion fans.
3: Yeah, I think um if it wasn't him, I think for me it would have to be Adam Wingey. Yeah, especially well, in a black country. We've got
0: another one coming up mate. We've got another one coming up. Um and of course with Adam Wingey's record in the Black Country derby he might be getting a mention. Um, more
3: Premier League goals against Wolves than any other striker, I believe. No, any there, the was,
0: there was there was one player who had more than him. I think it was oh, Robbie okay. Keane. Robbie Keane's got more goals against Wolves in the yeah. Premier League. Um he also got a lot of goals for Wolves. Um <laughs> but yeah other than that Odin wingy has got more than anyone else anyway we're still on Super Kev but yeah that that just about does it for Super Kev he, he was he was as his eponymous nickname um whoa that was a confusing sentence um yeah yeah his his name Super Kev um fits his bill basically he was he was phenomenal he was absolutely brilliant um, and he didn't and
2: stop uh, he didn't stop scoring against Wolves even after he went to the Villa as well which was
1: everyone
2: Blues
1: Villa Yeah, when he went to
2: Blues he went for a retirement run at
1: Blues
0: and still scored against the Wolves all the time didn't he yeah and he loved it as well he loved (laughs) it I remember
1: that game and you know what as well here's a little one for you my first ever Wolves game Wolves v Watford 1994 (laughs) who scored (laughs) scored the the winner (laughs) who scored the last minute equaliser for Watford against Wolves who was it yeah Super Super Kevin Super Kev, for my first ever Wolves game, 1994, against Watford. He scored the equaliser. What a man. What a man. I know. I'm
0: not surprised. Um, You boys hit us with your first suggestion, and I'm really intrigued. Are you going to put your heavyweight against our heavyweight, or are you going to hold that back so it gets an easy run in the next one?
1: do you reckon? I don't know. What you mean?
2: Yeah, let's put the two their rates against each other one. Yeah,
1: right? yeah. It, to be fair, it's not even a competition, it should not even be a competition, should it really? So um it's 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 the number one boy to Al Jimenez. Um he's the best striker I've ever seen in a Wolves shirt. Um, and yes, that includes Steeple. Um, yeah. he 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 is he is phenomenal. Um it's, it's, no, it's no wonder, you know, once he's fit again, we won't keep hold of him. He will go on and he will be bigger and better and whatever 59 goals since he's come to the club. The best £35 million we've ever spent on a striker. When we talk about £35 million strikers and you've got Fabio Silva and Raul Jimenez, um, that is quite a scary stat. But just generally as a player, I think any Premier League team he would grace. He, he, he scores right foot, left foot headers. He links up play. He's strong. He's quick. He's agile, he does everything on the pitch, he defends well. He, I mean, the amount I mean, I didn't get the stat up I should have done it, but I just haven't had time, but I would love to I, I would love to know how many points he has won for Wolves on his own in terms of like winning goals and things like that. Um his assist has got to be up there, to be honest with The amount of assists he gets for a striker, mm-hmm. as well as the you know, he's like 25 goals a season, probably 15, 20 like he's unbelievable. Um I, I can't really throw enough superlatives at him, to be honest with you. Even when he's had and, then, and I'll be honest with you, SO might back me up on this. There are games when so I was going to watch Raul Jimenez and I want to find me phone at the TV or something because I'll be like, He's, what, he's trying to have a boner from on the bloody halfway line and all this sort of stuff. I'm like, what the hell? Did-? Then all of a sudden, bang, he scored two goals, and and, and it's and it's he's just one of those players, and it, he's just phenomenal. Um, as I said, you know, we've seen a lot of there's been a lot of good strikers at Wolves over the years and, and the next debate when we get into the second one. I'll just dive a little bit. But yeah, for me, Raul Jimenez, by far
2: the best striker. I've... I don't know if so. you want to just quickly chip in on, on Jimenez. Anything to add on that? Yeah, he's, he's ridiculous. I mean, our our form when he's been out, I mean, it's not just him, but kind of shows how important he is. Um, to be honest with you, I think this fact that we've actually stopped trying to play that system shows how good he is. Because he, yeah. he was playing in a system that is... So unfavorable for a centre forward, right? Unbelievably unfavorable. He's, he's the most. He must be the most isolated striker in the Premier League, and he still makes things happen. He still looks after the ball. His retention's unbelievable. He's quick. He's strong. He's incredible in the air. Like unbelievably yeah, good in the air. Um, and he's an absolute goalscorer. I'd go. He's, he's definitely the best striker that's ever played for either of the backcountry clubs ever. And I'd say he's possibly the best striker that's ever played for a Midlands club. To be honest with you, I think.
0: Um yeah. I, I think you'll you'll definitely ruffle a few feathers with that SO. But the thing with the thing with Raul Jimenez is the, the, the term world class gets banded about a lot by fans yeah. of football clubs and it gets banded about a lot by Wolves fans. You have no world class players apart from this man who is no. undoubtedly world class. Yeah. I, I will go on record and say that he is. He is the cream of the crop at Wolves. He is. It says a lot that while you were listening,
3: while you guys were listening, all these great things about him, I was thinking, can't believe if they haven't mentioned his and ability or how well he yeah. gets. Yeah, a <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Not yeah. the case. He just said, yeah. is, he might not.
2: He might not look like it, but if you said to him, "Right, Raoul, we're struggling. Go and play centre half. I promise you, it will be a good centre half." <laughs> he's, he's so good at everything. He, he, he can just yeah. do it. He just, he's like an absolute footballer. Yeah. Um. He, he's so, yeah. He's, he's frighteningly good. Really. It
1: yeah. reminds he reminds me a little bit in terms not not the not bear with me on this, but like I remember I'm not comparing him to Wayne Rooney, here, but when Wayne Wayne Rooney used to sometimes drop in and you Wayne Rooney would pick up the ball on the edge of his own 18 yard box and then fly up field and he and then he'd, then he'd, then he'd be chasing back and t- do you remember Rooney? Uh, the, uh, the, the skinhead in this like. And, and Rowley minutes has got a little bit of that about him. I'd well, agree with he, that. They're it, very drops, similar it, players, yeah. He drops in for throw-ins off our left-back and stuff like that, and then volleys a ball. He used, he used, do you remember that volley ball he used to ping out to the left-back of mm-hmm. Doc's throws? So he used to do yeah. it all the time. Yeah. Just it was stupid. He'd it, drop in for throwing in our half on the edge of our 18-yard box. And then he'd ping a volley out to like Johnny on the other wing, like 60, yeah. 70 yard volley. And like just, and the next thing you know, he's on the edge. Of, it's, it's just ridiculously good player. And we're absolutely blessed to have seen him for the last two and a half years. I have no idea how long he's out for. I've got to be honest with you. I don't understand how head uh, school factors work in terms of injuries. I'm guessing it's a long, long, long term thing. I don't really know. Um, I just hope and, and pray we get to see him back a lot like he was before because yeah, we've, I- ble- we, we've been blessed.
2: I'm not convinced that he's going to move on actually. I think we I think he's 30 or 31 now with this in, with this injury. I think I think we might be looking to keep him. Possibly. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, back to what you're saying, it's not there's no stat for it. Well, there probably is a stat for it, but it's not champion like some of the others but his ball retention the way he looks after the ball is 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 incredible and that, that's one of the reasons we've been so successful because we can go into games and have 35-40% possession and still look so threatening because every time it gets fizzed into him he looks after it lays it off brings someone in Adama, Yoto whoever it may be um, yeah, he's, he's, yeah he's he's class man but for sure promise,
0: yeah. and I think that is a really interesting toss up to be honest I'm half tempted to cancel the second pod and just put those those two up there. A little and large <laughs> world world class ball yeah. carrier, world class finisher. Like whatever they
2: would have been dangerous together. I read a little rumour. He's back on he's back on Saturday actually, Q. Yeah, I I think
0: I I've <laughs> dreamt about this game twice this week, you know. I, no word of a lie. I I've texted Jack twice. I've I dreamt about it on Sunday night, dreamt about it last night. Um I think the night before, my nightmare will be Raul Jimenez. Stripped <laughs> and ready to go. Uh, last night it was a somedo red card. Um,
2: that could be reality. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um,
0: and on and on Sunday night it was uh, Pedro Neto had a clearly onside goal ruled out, uh, which is a bit like that is what happens in real life to the lad, bless him. Um, and then we won one nil in the last minute, and I, I, I think that might have been dreamland. To be honest, I'd take that.
2: <laughs> That's
1: horrible um, that
0: is, isn't it? That's horrible yeah, that is. <laughs> yeah, I woke up in cold sweats. Um, yeah, um, no, I think that's going to be a very, very, very close run uh, race. And I think it's it's only fitting that the two heavyweights go up against one another. Um, our second uh, pick will probably be every bit as close, uh, but won't get as many votes because those two names are going to draw uh, all the votes. I'll let you two go first this time. Can we have your second name? Your second striker um, in, well, your, in your I'll start, have- start, start, start,
2: Jack. Can you go into it?
0: Yeah, go on. Yeah, on, yeah go it, for it. Yeah, you go
2: for it, son. You have the final set, I reckon. But um, yeah, we spoke about a bit I was going to put it on you. No, <laughs> no, no. You're going to have the final set, your podcast. We um, we spoke about it a bit in the week, and I think there's, there's a few standouts. There's um, Sylvan Evans Blake for the goals that he scored when we won the league and got promoted. Um Kenny Miller, absolute again, quality centre half. Might might go over your guy's head again because it was it was so early days. But when he came on loan from Rangers,
0: no, I remember um, Kenny Miller.
2: Yeah, when he when he came on loan yeah. from Rangers, he was like just just so good. I don't think he scored that many at the start, did he, Jack? And people, like some fans are were questioning, weren't they? I've got I've got I've, I, I know we talk about stats. Sorry,
1: stats, yeah. are, stats, are, but. Uh, but I've had to, I don't know whether you're gonna throw another name in the mixer so um right. or whether or whether they're they the main two you think we're going to focus on um we have had some good strikers we, you know I think um I look back and we have we've had play you know like um uma did a good job for us back in the day I and mean, I thought again if George Endar kept fit how good was George Endar? um you know we've had some we've had, we've, had, we've had some good strikers but i did some stats actually between because my 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 two again unless you're going to throw someone at me it's between kenny miller or Sylvania e. banks blake Um, i think Sylvania e. banks blake attracts the voters because it, it's Sylvania e. banks blake and more people know about him but kenny miller as we've said he was just absolutely mustard he was quick he was two-footed he could finish he was strong he was good in the air um and He came to us very young, actually, and he did a fantastic job for us. But actually, get, cop, cop a couple out of this for stats of so Sylvan Ebanks Blake played, played 177 games for Wolves, scored 61 goals. Right? Kenny Miller played 164 games and scored 54 goals. It's almost identical, yeah, and it's almost identical. And that really shocked me because I thought Ebanks Blake would have had a far sort of higher ratio. Um,
2: and, and I, and I, I know, would say, oh, sorry, gone. No, 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 you're gone, mate. That, I would say that. More of Kenny Miller's games were in the Premier League or not, and more of Sylvan's games would have been in the Championship, I reckon. But
1: I don't don't know, yeah. I mean, Kenny Miller had the whole season in the Prem. Sylvan Sylvan might have, might have, he he, he flitted in that out of the the, the Prem over the couple of seasons because obviously, um, he had injuries and he dropped in out of the side and things like that. Obviously, Doyle. A lot of the time, Kevin Dole, another one. How can I miss Kevin Dole? He was an exceptional player for Wolves, very, very good. He literally led the line for Wolves in a shit, shit side and did horrible work for Mick McCarthy. And what a great player he was. He, he deserves an honourable mention. Um, I have got the breakdown about his Premo champ goals, but I'll be honest with you, mate. And I'm hoping this poll reaches people that I want it to reach. I would be tempted to go to go Kenny Miller. Um, I think I would as well. Yeah. Just based on how good he was as a player, and I
2: said to you, I think he was criminally underrated at Wolves and underappreciated as to how good he was. He was massively underappreciated when he first came because he he, he kind of almost fitted in out the side with um, Sturridge and Blake up front. That's it, yeah. Um, yeah that's but then when we made that step up to the Prem again, we were awful, like the worst Wolves Prem side of of, of of kind of of our lives. But it was quite clear that he was a standout man of the, of that front three. Um, yeah, yeah. and he scored, he scored important he, goals against United, Liverpool um, Yeah,
1: yeah, he scored yeah. some great goals and, and like I said, mate, you look at his career uh, onwards from Walsh, you know he, he carried on playing in the <laughs> Premier and scored goals he went back and he scored goals in. I oh, know people talk about Scotland but, you know, he, he scored in the Champions League week in, week out in the Champions League he's got to be one of Scotland's highest I think he's Scotland's highest scorer he's got to be Scotland's highest yeah. scorer, I'm sure he's Max, uh, Kieran, is he? Is he? Kenny Miller? He'll, yeah. he'll be
3: right up there it'll,
1: mate he'll be right up there um, I'll
3: have a look I'm for you while I'm you're sure, chatting I'm sure,
1: I'm sure he was he was, he was skipper of Scotland as well I'm sure he was um, or has just a real genuine I think quality quality play and I think this might shock a lot of Wolves fans I think people go oh Doyle because he was excellent for us under, under Mick Sylvan Ebanks Blake he scored the goals but you missed the stat Kieran I'll be dead quick and you guys can talk about the Albion one I did a little bit of digging on the stats Sylvan Ebanks Blake 177 games 61 goals Kenny Miller, 164 games, 54 goals. And it was a lot closer than what I thought. And I just think Kenny Miller was actually a far superior player to Sylvania Banks Blake. I think he was that good, very, very good, particularly um, when he came to us from Rangers. I thought he was really good. So I'm going to stick my neck on the line and go Kenny Miller.
0: I, I think that's fair enough. I think, um, uh, sort of, <laughs> without meaning to put Sylvania Silv- Banks Blake down, as Esso alluded to earlier, he found his level. And he was in, yeah, found yeah. out a little bit in the Premier League. Kenny yeah, Miller yeah, was an international striker. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't think I maybe some Wolves fans might
1: I think some it's of the name, young Sylvan Ebanks. Yes, definitely. Might, that, might. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm hoping the Twitter poll reaches people my age I'm sure it will I'm sure it will I'm sure that
0: last one I think it's interesting I think if Kevin Phillips had not gone against Kenny Miller I think it would have been Kevin Phillips oh, and I think Jimenez, l-
1: landslide.
0: Jimenez would have walked it against anybody but Kevin Phillips so that's going to be a really interesting one um Kenny Miller goals and appearances wise for Scotland he didn't get that many goals um oh, okay. but then again it, it's Scotland um that nobody's got that many goals
3: <laughs> no <laughs> hazard a guess as to who might be top yeah, you won't is get it, it.
0: No, he's he's it. right up there for appearances. Um, oh no, it is it's Dalglish's level. Sorry, with Dennis Law, um, I looked it up Sorry, and it okay. said Dennis Law, but Dalglish is, is dead level with Dennis Law. Good call, Max. Um, Kenny Miller got eighteen, but playing for Scotland, that's, that's mm. you know that's not too bad. Um, anyway, it, it, he's he's not picked for what he did for Scotland. He's picked for what he did yeah. for Wolves and his quality and, and things like that. Um, so we'll move on to the Albion choice now, um, and there are two big names. This could be, there's a few names. We've had some good strikers, um, but there's a few names uh, really who, who come to the, come to the fore when we start this discussion. So yeah, there are a few names really. Um, A couple that Max has mentioned earlier. He said uh, Lukaku and he said Odin Wingy, and absolutely those two are up there. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll come to you for a choice between the two in a second, Max. Anybody else who, who jumps out though before we before we narrow it down?
3: I think it would be horrible not to mention Rondon. I think he did a lot for us. Interesting. And I also think he was really underappreciated, even by me as well, while he was at the club. But it was kind of like once he left, it was oh, that's how much he meant to us. That's a fair think, point. Yeah, I think we've kind of been struggling for a striker. Since then, even with people like Harops and Khan, who's always been kind of consistently alright. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, think, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, I think other than them, Shane Long's another one who. Yeah, I, I love Shane deserves, Long when he was at the Albion. Yeah, I think he definitely deserves some credit, but I mean, even in the seasons he was there, there was strikers better than him. So it's
0: yeah, he was always second fiddle. Yeah, that's a fair point for him. But yeah, fair point. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I'd agree with that, and I think there was one name Esso put to me off air um, who used to scare the living daylights out of him. Um, and Esso, I don't know if you want to revisit this past trauma if you feel you know ready to talk about it in the public domain. Who used to give you nightmares?
2: Yeah, it was um Kamara. When I just think yeah. about that little that little couple two two or three season spell where we could we couldn't get anything. Off, <clears throat> excuse me, couldn't get anything off you. Um, dear, Kamara was just lightning. To be honest with you, yes. Yeah, and every every time we played with you, him, him, and Kuma just used to scare the shit out of me. To be fair, and I'm always yeah. shocked that you didn't mention. Um, I'm actually shocked that Kamara is not up there. We, we we kind of um with Phillips as your as your second one. But to be fair, Lukaku and um who's the other one? Adam Winge. Yeah, sorry, Lukaku and Odin Winge. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> equally as uh, <laughs> equally as strong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, um, so Kamara for me, wonderful player, but he he wasn't there maybe as long. Obviously, he was there longer than Lukaku, um, but he, he didn't leave maybe under the best circumstances. Um, he's not as popular as Kevin Phillips uh, at the Albion, um, but no, phenomenal player. And he, he was key in that couple of seasons where we. On
3: the topic of the way strikers left, I think we should also mention <Berahino>. He yes. was also, for a short period, such a beautiful striker. That's a it was player he could have been. I feel, I feel
0: for the lad. I, I feel that he gets such a bad rap in the public domain, and he gets a bad rap at the Albion side of Berahino because yes, he's misguided and he's made really bad choices. Uh, but he was young. He's come from poverty, and he basically just went down the wrong path at, at you know a crossroads in his career. Sido was phenomenally talented. Phenomenally talented so on a
3: pair with, uh, on a par with Kane at one time or another in the in yeah the he years, was wasn't yeah
0: he was yeah they were they were held in in similar regard the two of them they played together at youth level. of Berahino was actually the talent according to um, the England setup at the time.
3: But, I you know, actually, remember like when when Berahino was probably like at his peak at West Brom. I remember hearing com- uh, comparisons between him and Raheem Sterling, and I mean, I don't I don't know if Berahino in any kind of world would have got to that level. But I think it yeah. does say quite a lot about where he was in comparison to where he ended yeah,
0: up. Yeah, the, the fact Spurs wanted him on that deadline day. Um, and he he sent that tweet saying, Jeremy Peace will never play. I don't hold that against Berahino. I hold it against Jeremy Peace. Um, yes, Daniel Levy was trying to play hardball, but Berahino was better than West Brom ability-wise. Um, and that's going to be hard to hear for a lot of Albion fans. Um, and he just wanted what was best for his career going forward. And he didn't get it. Um, and Berahino and Jeremy Peace, I've got a lot of guilt to share in that in that fallout. Uh, but I will always take the, a sympathetic view on Berahino because of... Yeah, it feels uh, like I'm nobody sure came thing. out
3: on top from that situation. Yeah,
0: it, yeah, exactly that. Yeah, nobody came out looking good. And I feel very sorry for Berahino. But for that reason, for all those things... He, ability-wise he's one of the best strikers we've had but he, he can't be he can't be mentioned in the same yeah. vein as, as some of these lads but it, for me between the choice of Lukaku and Odin Wingy it comes down to who gave more to the club now Lukaku was instrumental the season we finished 8th Lukaku was clearly head and shoulders better than than everybody else we had at the club he was he's a world he was a world class striker in the making um he's flirted with that tag down the line, he's scored a lot of goals at the top level in Europe, um, but he's not maybe gone on to be what it looked like he might be when he was at West Brom. Um,
3: and he, I don't think he's spent long outside of the top 10 strikers in the world since then. No, that's fair point. I will say. No,
0: fair point, yeah. Um, but the fact that's he,
3: quite a big kind of status to be at.
0: Yeah, and the fact he was only there for one season and it was alone and all these things, because uh, we could put Dwight Gale in there. <laughs> Or Jay Rodriguez, yeah. like these lads scored a lot of goals for the Albion. Dwight Gale was only on loan as well, and it's it, similar sort of thing. But for me, it has to be Odin Wingie because mm-hmm. he was our player, and Odin Wingie scored the hat trick that everybody remembers him for, um, whether Wolves fans like it or not. Peter Odin, well, Peter Odin Wingie is remembered for two things. Peter Odden Wingie is remembered to turn up at Carp. At Cardiff's car park, and again i've the board shafted him. I feel sorry for him. he was told there was a move it wasn't a case of he said right i'm I'm leaving at the end of training and he was blessing he thought there was a move on the table, so he turned up honestly expecting to be signed that night um
2: but I think that, I think you've been a touch naive accused to be fair like I, I understand your point, but you can't have. You, you can't turn up at someone else's training ground <laughs> in front of the Sky Sports cameras. I
0: think it happens expect, a lot. More, even, even if the
2: move's on the table, that's not that's not the way to do a move.
0: Oh, but I think that's yeah, the way yeah, a move's yeah. done. No, I think he wasn't trying to force the move. The move, he, in his eyes, he was he was misinformed. He made a mistake because he was misinformed. He thought the deal was as good as done. He didn't turn up and tell the cameras, I'm going to sign. He thought he was essentially, uh, sorry, QPR, not Cardiff. He was essentially a QPR player. That's what He thought,
3: Mm, yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think, think he realised but... that it was going to be any kind of big news because <laughs> he didn't think anyone would care that he. I think he was being hard very hard. naive. I think he was being yeah. naive,
0: um, but I don't I think he have be being be
3: malicious. Bit... I think we've got to be a bit careful defending
2: players for just for always wanting to leave and always wanting to move. Yeah. For example, like yeah. you take the Berahino point and the Ode Wingy point. Like ultimately, they're contracted to that club, right? yeah. And, and, and yeah, but Berahino, I agree. Berahino was, was frighteningly good when he came on the scene. And he did deserve a move. But if that move wasn't coming then, then maybe he had to give it six months. Maybe he had to give it 12 months. Yep, he won't be sure. the first. He won't be the last player to do that.
0: Absolutely. Um,
2: a bit like I the Lescott like... thing that, that I said. That, sorry, I've just
1: literally you cut it so up mid-flow. Up a mate." sorry, you were about to talk about the Lescott thing, were you?
2: No, no, no. Carry on.
1: I was, was going to say about a bit like what we... I touched on with the Lescott thing when we did the centre-back pair and I said, like, you know, he could have... I mean, it was a bit different than there wasn't transfer windows back then. But, you know, he could have gone at any time and he knows he could have, he was far superior to any, he, like I said, he, he was he was Rolls-Royce when he asked, like he he he, he, he ran games from centre-half, but he held his own in terms of, he like, you know, there's a gentleman's agreement in place, I will stay at Wolves, if we don't go up this season, I will get, you know, there's a promise to get his move, and he went about, the, I think there's ways to go about it sometimes, yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess that's, yeah. that, that's the point. And, that
0: and, yeah, no, exactly. I, no, you're dead right, Odden Wingy and Berahino went about it in the wrong way, 100%. And,
2: and Yeah, Lescott's a good example because where Lescott was compared to where Verahino was was, was, in my opinion, better at that point. And yeah, he, he went around in the right way and I, I think you have to be a bit bit careful kind of sticking up for players in those situations to be fair. But I appreciate no, no, it.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I, I think that um, it's very easy and the sticking up for them in that instance is very much against the grain. Most people do love to jump down a player's throat. So I'm, I'm just putting it out there that I, I'd try to see their side in that. Um, yeah. But, but it's a, it's a valid point. Like how did that, has that ruptured the relationship with the Albion fans and those players in Berahino's case? Yes. It massively yeah. ruptured it in other Wingy's case. No, <laughs> in other Wingy's case, it, And it's because he scored a hat trick in the five-one. He is a hero at Albion. Still, he is—he's just lauded. He—he's great. He's not great. He's because he's not that. He's not in the pantheon of Albion greats. Let's be frank about that. But he is held in such high regard as far as twenty-first century Albion players go.
1: Mental. Yeah.
0: I mean he, he's he was so talented as well. He was a brilliant what a finisher. Oh. What a finisher. Um so I I think we're gonna put Odin Wingy forward, are we, Max? Yeah, I'm Have happy with that. Yeah, I All think done. I think Lukaku was the better striker, went on to be the better striker, mm-hmm. but Wingy gave more to Albion. West um club, yeah. and funnily enough, one thing I wanted to touch on, just to conclude, so that we'll put those polls out, guys. You can find us on Twitter at BCR Pod. One thing I wanted to touch on before we get into these games. Uh, this game at the weekend, rather, is I just want a quick thirty second, less than that. If 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 it's a, if it's less than that, if that's less than it takes, what is what is your best memory of the Black Country Derby? Um, we'll go we'll go around the room, around the Zoom room. Um, and I just want it. It might be a goal. It might be a celebration. It might be the way the the chicken tikka tasted at the vine the day of your first Black Country Derby. It, it could be anything. But what is what is the 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 best black country derby memory you have jb i'll come to you first and then we'll, we'll go <sighs> uh, to our guests.
1: Let, let's be honest i mean that many in my lifetime um, <laughs> do you want well, one of mine mate i've got loads it's 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 it, 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 I me and so again we spoke about it quickly um you and robert hatchick at the hawthorns when we beat you four two was was, was yeah. magic in this top um you know, <laughs> that, that, was, that 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 was magic um the I, I remember my first Black Country Derby at Molyneux was when we beat you 3 1. George Dar scored a couple of 2001. That was my first sort of live in the ground yeah, Black Country yeah. Derby. Um, but for me, my most uh brilliant memory as the Black Country Derby is when we beat you 3 uh, 1 in the 2010 11 season. Um, when Gradiora scored two and Fletcher scored one. Um, it was for a huge sure. game, it, it was a huge, huge game. I was at uh-uh, Weave Claxon, I was working the Wolves. <laughs> Um, I remember I didn't sleep all night. It was the biggest moment yeah. of my working career at Wolves, if you like. I got I got into Molyneux at R five that morning. Half five, I got into Molyneux that day because I just couldn't sleep. Not I, not sure. I, I didn't oh. No, I just did not sleep. Just did not sleep. Went to bed early with the intention of having a good night's sleep to so have big a bigger day it was going to be. Didn't sleep. I, I said to I was with my ex wife at the time, I said, I'm just I'm just going to work. Got into Molyneux at R five. Um and it that we needed to win that game. I don't. Yeah, it did. It was huge, um, and 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 we and and it just clicked. It was, it, we, we we were excellent that day. Guardiola scored two. Fletcher scored a lovely finish. Um, yes, yeah, so that that's probably my most positive memory because obviously it was a win, um, and obviously I was working for the club at the time, and it was that kept us up as I said. Um, so yeah, that, that's I'm my sure, s- yeah. most
0: absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I remember that as well. Yeah, that was um, the first Black Country derby. Um, the season that um Roy Hodgson took over, Roy Hodgson wasn't in charge for that one, I don't think. And then he um he took over just before the one all that season when Carlos that was, was towards the end, yeah,
1: that was that season though, wasn't it? Or was before it? I don't know who was, yeah, Hodgson came in, I think, the season after. The season because after I, think that, we yeah. I remember, it, it, yeah, I comment, I don't know who your manager was that season, but I remember we drew one all it with might you, might have been Di uh,
2: Matteo uh, Jack. Hodgson Hodge, was definitely in charge for the one all.
1: O-Hara. Yes, he when, was. Oh, yeah. oh, a o- 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 free kick, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. obviously the the, the the five one. Um, yeah. But I don't, whoever oh, yeah, your manager the manager se- was, whoever the season was, the manager was the season before. I'm not sure who it was, um, yeah. but yeah. So the, sorry, yeah, so obviously, that's maybe thirty seconds. Never so was the case for me, but yeah, um, <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah, that it, one it was the
0: same that season. Hodgson was in charge then, okay, but the one all, the one all preceded that. Um, I, okay. knew they were, I knew they were the same season, but couldn't couldn't...
2: Okay, uh, go, The 3-1 th- was late on because it, it literally April, almost yeah. kept
3: us up. Yeah, it for, it just did, yeah. Up, so,
0: yeah, April. Uh, Max, will come to you next. What is your most positive memory of the Black Country Derby?
3: Uh, the 5-1, to be honest. Oh, it has to be. It's nice I, and I, easy. I'll get that, I'll but get that. I'll go specific and say, specifically, Odom when you're scoring a hat-trick, because yeah. I think <laughs> it is quite big to see a hat-trick and a derby in it.
0: Yeah, like Jack. Jack's brought one up from the nineties. Yeah. There, you and Roberts. Like, it, it is massive. It really, yeah. really does stick. I'm too fans. young
3: to remember that one myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think you're well well entitled to class a hat trick against your local rivals as your your greatest memory um, for the Black Country derby. Anything to add on that, Max? Or are we keeping it short and sweet? Uh,
3: yeah, I'll add something. I'm not sure it's just my favourite Black Country one. I think it might just be my favourite ever moment. Your favorite? Yeah, not just football. In,
0: in
2: just life, full
3: stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it would do. It's up there. It's up there. Let's not beat around the bush. Uh, fantastic, Max. Uh, SO, come to you next. What's your most positive memory of the Black Country Derby?
2: Yeah, mate, it's it's tough for us. I was um I was speaking to one of my best mates, Parsi. He's, he's over in Australia at the minute. Hopefully, he will be listening, so you'll have a nice Australian listening for you. <laughs> but um, I've been I've been to a lot of Black Country Derbies here, and I think we counted four at the Albion, of which I've never seen us win. Um, not won. One not won pre- it in
0: our lifetime. In, as long as me and Max have been alive, you've not won it
2: at the Albion. Yeah, but funnily uh, enough, yeah. I was looking. At, I, I looked at some overall stats and like the amount of times Wolves in history have won at the Albion is like crazy. Way more than Albion have beat Wolves at home. It's
0: yeah, it, it's a really um, even derby um, over the years as well, isn't it? It's it's something. Well, like, both
2: teams have won way more than they've won at home. Yeah, isn't both that strange? Have, yeah, but anyway, obviously, I would love to say it was a one. It was the one 0 win when O'Hara scored because he went wild. Um, but obviously Carl Vela ruined that but I think I go for the, the, the Bothroid 1-0 at Boulogneau. um oh, I had a season the season,
0: the season you won one oh, this sounds like I'm having a go again season you won one of the derbies and we play like five times was it
2: well I don't know, I don't know, I can't remember the internet but you, you prior it was to the that season you, before that
0: season before that oh, yeah. Yeah, the, season,
2: the season before we played we played the season before we played two in the league and I think you won them both then you beat us Three 0 in the FA Cup and had the South Bank. Then I think we drew nil nil at your place, so I went to that one. And then we beat you one nil, and Boffwood scored. That pretty much got us into the playoffs. Which, yeah, you, you beat us in. It, what it was um, that season.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was going to say the uh, Yeah, the, yeah, okay. yeah, the one nil. That was when we played five times. And what a, what yeah. a time for the Black Country Derby that was. Jesus. Yeah, that, it was mental.
2: That, that was class. It was it was it was pretty late in the game. I think seventy-ish minutes, and it was. Quite wild celebrations, obviously propelled us towards the playoffs. Yeah. So for me, that's probably um, probably the one. But like Jack says, it's not many to choose from. I think we've touched on the four wins of our lifetime there. So <laughs> yeah, I <love> that one. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. No. No. Ma- yeah. Massive. I, I think at the time we were kids, we loved it. we were massive on Albion at the time. But you know, you're not going to black country derbies necessarily when you're eight, nine, ten because you know. It's yeah, not, not necessarily the place for for you as a kid, um, but I, I do remember how great it felt to have beaten our rivals in the playoffs. Fast forward to two seasons ago, uh, and we lost to Villa. I don't know if I've ever been so down after football. We've lost in playoff finals. We've been relegated so many times. I was I was on a real. I was on the floor football wise. Couldn't look at the game for a couple of weeks after that. Like so, is this uh,
2: the sec- the second leg of that playoff. You already beat us 1 0 at our place. The second leg, it was my 18th birthday on the day.
0: Oh, SO. We,
2: we had the front row. It was pissing it down with rain. And obviously, I think you beat us 3-2 3-2, yeah. Yeah, 3-2. 3 2 or maybe 4 2. Yeah, 3 2. And then you've, you've come onto the pitch. So we've got all of these blooming, oh. horrible Albion fans about 30 <laughs> yards away from me on my 18th birthday. Can't get out of the ground. It was, it was awful. Really yeah. was. Oh, that we is had to horrible, wait about an hour to get on the tram afterwards. It was just horrendous.
0: Grim, very grim. Um, just lastly, mine is um, it's the same season as the five one, but it's not the five one necessarily. Although like, maybe I'd say it if Max wasn't on the pod, but um, being pushed for something else, it my first Black Country derby was that season. Um, when we played Wolves at home and we won two nil. Peter Rodenwinkie scored again, but it was the Chris Brunt goal. Um, for me, I've had season tickets. Um, all round the ground. Um. I've been in the Smethwick, I've been in the East End, but that time I was in the Brummie Road end um, and I was about six rows back. That was where we had our season tickets. And I was just left, as you view it from the stands, of the goalpost. Chris Brunt scored from just in front of me and put the ball just inside that post. And I can see it so viscerally in my head, like uh. it, at that moment of just eruption. Um, and Chris Brunt, who's an Albion legend, scored this goal 15 yards from me at my first black country derby and that's that's the one for me that yeah, yeah. that lives with me a bit. I think it's good to to focus on the the good and the bad and uh, like we've gone through maybe like 20 years there of just like anecdotes because no matter ha- what happens this weekend both clubs will still have won everything there is in the game. Both clubs will still have got bragging rights over the years. We've had bragging rights for a long, long, long time over Wolves. Um, but this is probably the first time that either club is going into a derby truly superior to the other on the pitch. Um, and I think Wolves Wolves are massive, massive favourites. And I think that segues nicely into the into the preview, boys. Um JB, uh, I will go to our guests first just to get their thoughts yeah, yeah, we yeah. hear our thoughts all week, every week. Um, sure. Max, how are you feeling? Are you as nervous and as apprehensive as I am?
3: Uh, I can't feel what you're feeling, but I think I'm feeling <laughs> it worse. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, and I said this to you earlier off microphone, but I just want it to be less than four goals deficit because <laughs> as long as they don't beat us 5-1... I'm going to have to be happy with it because right uh, now, you know, if you offered me two nil, I genuinely think I'd have to, no, nah, I wouldn't take it, but I'd be, I'd have to. Okay, it. I was going to say, uh, <laughs> if you're sat there Saturday morning, <laughs> wishing a for a finish, two, so nil two nil to Wolves, I'm not watching it with you.
0: No, but I, I take, I take the point. I take the point. Yeah. It, it, it is at that point, really with, with the Derby at the moment, we're in a, we're in a real lull, massive lull, huge, yeah. like, this is the worst Albion side in the Premier League. We've been woefully mismanaged. We've got a Dingle in charge. We're in, we're in big trouble. Like I, I take the point. You just want it to be um, respectful if we do lose. Um, but no, uh, I mean, I, I don't think anyone can blame you for that level of pessimism. I think Saturday morning we might have a different tune, uh, Max, yeah. but we'll, we'll see how we feel. So uh, are you as confident as we are sort of apprehensive?
2: Difficult one, on, really. When it when, when you I was I was happy in the end that you came up, um, and I was dead excited to play here yeah? because, like you say, last time we last time we played, it was five one. Time before that, I was there again, lost 2-0. And you say there's not been a superior side, but in that in that era, you were far superior. We yes, To, yes. Oh, to no, clarify that, whole... to clarify
0: that, we've yeah. always been a level above Wolves. But yeah. Never say yeah. we were like we were swimming in different circles, like we were on different yeah. stratospheres. Whereas now Wolves no. do. It is like that. We, we were always yeah. superior, but now Wolves are on another level. So Albion right now, the
3: table. we were always in the same half of the Premier League, I think. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah that's it's fair. True. What, yeah.
2: What, what, what I will say is there's not been a better time to play Wolves, to have, for Albion to have this derby since Nuno took over. Yeah. And I, I include the season that we won the Championship. Oh I yeah, I wouldn't to you yeah. so not... that
0: season, wow. Oh,
2: yeah, so there's not been a better time. Obviously, we, we're absolutely riddled by injury, which um, we, we, we touched on, we all know. Um, but that said, I almost think the fact that there's no fans there actually plays against Albion in this in this instance. Me too. Me too. I don't think, yeah. I don't think it'll really feel that much of the derby in a way. Like, and none we of them need it, it to, derby. yeah, yeah. And you need to. None of them are yeah. playing the Black Country derby. Saps, big Sam will have a go at spicing them up, but.
0: I don't know Brian Sawyer's red card that I, I, I'd be interested to see the odds on that the one Albion yeah. boy in the well one the black the one black country boy in the squads and he can sort of count Morgan Gibbs white but he's Stafford isn't he so yeah, um, yeah. and I
2: just think I just think we, we are like I touched on before we are really fragile we are gettable I'm pretty sure Big Sam will fancy himself for a, for a little 1-0 or 2-1 or something like that you've got 100%. to um,
3: but ultimately
2: have, have Albion really got enough to hurt us I, I don't One think thing so. I will I'd, add
3: is Conor Gallagher's not playing because he's got his fifth yeah. yellow of the season, and I yeah. think he's so, yeah. the only way we were going to get anything. That's
2: a big, big miss, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah it is. So I just, I just, I, I would be, I would be devastated if we didn't win that game. To be honest with you, absolutely <laughs> yeah. devastated. But yeah. It's, yeah, and I would you know.
0: be, I'll put it out there now, um, I will be elated with a point.
2: But yeah. I will, be, and let, mean, unless we want
0: yeah. it's a it's a last minute equaliser from Wolves or something like that. I will be elated with a point. I would take a point right now and snatch your hand off for it. Would you yeah. take a point?
1: Is that I'm? And aimed at both of
0: you. Obviously, Esso just said he'd be disappointed if he didn't if didn't get a win. Would would you take a point?
1: Absolutely. you're obviously you're obviously
0: not as scared of a Sam Allardyce shithouse win. Um, as you might be, that's not playing in your mind as much
2: as maybe a Sam Allardyce
0: side would have done in the past.
2: I just don't. I think Wolves have been wolves have been got at, but in the fashion that Allardyce will try and get at us. But with just way more firepower. Like I just don't. I don't understand how, in my opinion, how Albion can. Re- oh, this could really fucking bite me in the arse. But I don't know how <laughs> Albion are really going to hurt us. They really shouldn't yeah. hurt us
3: we have got really um, like to recognise high city and liverpool a little bit yeah but
0: from, from headers from set pieces well no yeah that's yeah, but a vital
1: which which no, which which is, goal, which is wolves no. massive weakness at the moment massive yeah. weakness yeah it's a massive you know we have conceded you know brighton louis dunk um you know we 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 yeah. we, we, we drop points with louis dunk everton Michael Keane, we drop points um Burnley was that that was a header, was not it? Burnley, yeah, flight up to the back post. Oh. And nasty Barnes, when it banged, and scored for 47 million games, you know, yeah. It and, was, and, yeah. And, and 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 you know, our week, you know, we've always prided ourselves on being you know, five at the back, solid. We see, we can see. You know, we've been tanked a few times this season. We look susceptible. You, you can't yeah. dress that up. Um, yeah. And we have... Con- I, I, again, it could have been a good start to get up, but we have considered... I've just named three or four headers at the top of my head that I can think of. Yeah. Um, Which plays into the Big Sam shit house, sort of, one nil. Big Sam's going to gonna fancy day. it.
3: Big Sam's going to fancy is. it big time. I don't think the players will, though.
0: I don't think the players will. No, I... I, 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 I
3: Motivation's been a big problem for West Brom this season, like more than yeah. anything else. I think that's
0: actually yeah. That's but
3: we've got ourselves motivated for Liverpool. We have got ourselves motivated for City. We looked good at Chelsea, but not great. And Man United. Yeah, Man United, Spurs as well. Like they're all good games. It's only Arsenal. I'd say with the big teams that. Have yeah, yeah, but that was, that was that was last like. week, Max. That, yeah, that's the no only game. problem here. <laughs> that's yeah. the most recent game we've had. But if there's one game that you'd hope the players can get yeah. themselves motivated for, it is this one. Yeah, so, true. I mean, I'm not an optimist. I think you've heard that
0: throughout this episode. <laughs> yeah, but, t- you're hoping for 2-0 Wolves. I think we've established <laughs> yeah.
3: you're not an optimist, Max. Yeah, but yeah, no, yeah, no there is a chance.
0: It's a very good point. They've, the Albion have sort of turned up for the bigger games and this is the biggest game. Um, oh, yeah. I know he's after bites, but there's a guy, I'm not going to name him, there's a guy on Twitter who tweeted, and it, I'm sure there'll be Wolves fans listening who'll know exactly who tweeted this, Albion could never dream of finishing seventh. Albion will come on Saturday, play their cup final and then get relegated. Two things to say. I mean, we finished in the top half more times than Wolves. We finished eighth. There's one position difference. We're, and it's your cup final as well. That's the most ridiculous point. Like, it's your cup final. You can dress this up however you want. If you don't win this game, you will be livid, livid, this is the biggest game of your season. This is your cup final, like it or not.
1: Uh, got big time, yeah. yeah <laughs> big
0: time. <bloody> hell.
1: <laughs> hell. I think, I think, yeah. Look, in terms of you know history and local rivalry, of course, it's the biggest game of the season. Absolutely, I can't say it's going to be the biggest season for either of us because if on the last game of the season you need a win to stay up, oh, that's the, your biggest the game of the season. The country derby
0: in May might be the biggest game of the season then,
1: or. or- or, you know, or or if by some absolute miracle, we go on a six-match six, win, six match win streak and we're suddenly fighting for six, six, seventh or six, yeah. which ain't going to happen, by the way. But just say we... And then we need to... you know what I mean? I think there will be bigger games, potentially, in the context of the season. Um, but, yeah, I think, going back to Esau's point, I think this is the best time you could have played Wolves. I think, in terms of... Granted, I know you've got your own problems with injuries and, obviously, Conor Gallagher, who's been a real big player for you, he's suspended and things like that. But in terms of, as an Albion fan looking at Wolves you couldn't have wished to have better players not on that pitch yep if, if, if you know what I mean you know to not have Pedence, Jimenez, Bolle, um potentially Traore, um, Johnny etc you know it's the best time you, you could play us I still think looking at who what, what kind of side we're going to put out I believe we should have far too much for you but it's just one of those games where the form book goes out the window. You know, you're scrapping for your lives. Big Sam has got that sort of that um, that link with him being obviously a Black Country Wolves fan, etc. There's a lot more to it. Um, yeah, and it, it's it. Uh, 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 I am I'm, I am nervous. I think I'll be honest with you. I think if we'd had our full strength side, we were going out. I think you know. Christ, we're going to tank you. We're going to we're going to tank you even with your full strength side, our full strength yeah, is going to yeah, tank yeah. you. But just the way it's the way the season's gone and the way that injuries have fell and our form. Um, it, it's just it's one of those games where I, I think it could, I think it could go. I think it'll go either way. I, yeah, I do, I, it, I genuinely do.
0: Yeah, that I think you've stumbled on something really important there with the form going out the window. There is no way, um that this Albion turn up and win through quality. There's no way Albion turn up and outplay Wolves. It's just not going to happen. Happened in years gone by. It's all like periods of dominance in a rivalry, all that sort of thing. We cannot possibly hope for that. that. That ship has sailed. But things like a red card, which we've been having a lot this season, things like a penalty against you, things that we've been having this season... A deflection, an own goal, all things that we've been having this season. At some point, we're going to get one of those. We haven't had a red card against us. We've not had a penalty given for us, and we've had no freak goals yet. So I don't it think could.
3: Have a VAR decision go our way yet? At all? No, we
0: haven't. No, nothing's been disallowed. Nothing's been given, um, and that's not to say we're in the position because of those things. Because that's no, not true. No. That's absolutely not true. But one of those things could happen for us, and it. The form book does go a little bit out of the window, and it could happen. Yeah. There's no reason for Albion to beat Wolves, but that does not mean Albion won't beat Wolves. If you get where I'm coming from,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. sure.
2: We we haven't look. Wolves haven't won in eight. Um, we don't when when you haven't. The more games you don't win, the harder it gets. The more pressure builds internally. Oh, tell us we, about it,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: If we if we hold <laughs> we if we hold on and beat Brighton the other day, which we should have, we don't yeah. lose to Everton, right? And if we then beat Brighton, beat Everton, we probably pumped the Albion. We, we've struggled. Brighton have got back into it. Everton have beat us. Funny, funny things can happen. But, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's it's
0: strange seasons seem to swing on these tiny margins. They're conceding last minute from three and up against Chelsea. We we were a different side. The first three games, by the way, that, that scarred this team. We are, we, we're a shadow of the, of the team that turned up first few games. Yeah. We were shipping goals, ship loads of goals, but we look great. We look so good going forward. Um, it's it's just one of them. I Shipping think
2: it's you know, again. Exa- yeah, go on. No, bad. Are they are they as bad as they show, or have they just got on a, got in a rut where they've lost games by one and two? And you know, I think
0: the latter. I think the latter. Yeah. So I think they are far better. They're far better than us, for example. Um, I think they're far better than they are. But these these things happen. Football is more than eleven versus eleven. Who's the better? We'd have in Blackpool if it was about who's got the best eleven players. These exactly. things can happen. Um, there's, so, there's so many things go into it. Uh, we are. I am aware we have been doing this. I mean, it does kick off in five minutes, isn't it? And uh, we've been doing this for <laughs> a long time. Uh, so I'm going to I'm gonna come round the houses um, for first you two. Can we have a, a, a your ideal 11, a predicted 11 sort of thing, and then give us a scoreline and Max and I will put one together as well.
1: I'll, I'll let us I'll take the floor and I'll just
2: jump in. Yeah, I think um, ideal 11 or, or, or like who you think... So, fits yeah, so sorry. Yeah.
0: With, with Wolves, the caveat will be you probably won't be playing a back three. I know that would be your ideal thing and with injuries and whatever, but from the players you've got available, who would yeah. you select on Saturday yeah. morning?
2: I think, I think uh, Jack, interrupt if you disagree anywhere, but I think uh, Patricio, eight, um, Nori left back, Sice with uh, Cody, um, fragile, uh, Semedo right back, um look, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of the kind of this four three three with all three of them what we've been trying to be honest with you. I, I think Gendonka works better with one of them. So I'd probably go Dendonka Neves. Um I would play Catrone and then I would depending on who's fit, yeah, I'd get Neto, if possible, Neto Treore and and Pedence, but if not Neto, Traore, and and probably Gibbs-White, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's
0: d- difficult uh, to know Pichero. who's fit with those three. I think you guys... Yeah, really I, I,
1: I, I, no I agree idea. with that. So I think if if the players, apart from obviously Johnny being a long-term injury and Jimenez being a long-term injury, I think I, I think Bolly, Pedence and Traore yeah. and, and Marcel are, are not a million miles away. I think if, Mar- if Marcel was fit, I'd have Marcel at left-back, 100%. Sure. Um, but obviously, I don't think he's going to be fit. So, I, I, I agree with the back four that SR has put out. Likewise, if Bolly's fit, I'll be honest with you, if Bolly was fit, I would have gone Bolly and Saïs. Same. And, and dropped Cody. Rather than the um, back three? Yeah, I, I, I'd have gone back four with Bolly and Saïs. Interesting. Um, I agree with SR with Dendonka and Neves. I think if you can play, that I, I would go for Katrona. I, I, the thing with Katrona, we don't know how fit or unfit he is. I, I don't know how often he's played in Italy, where he's at with his fitness. I, I don't know. But if he's fit enough to start, I would start Catrone. And then ideally you'd have you'd have the, the, the three of Treore, Pedence and Neto behind. But at the moment, Neto and Treore are Cluster's injured.
0: Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a um, weird one, isn't it? yeah.
1: It's a weird one. But based on Pedence being out, I would probably go with and hoping Treore is back. I'd but I'd go Treore, Neto, and then then I would probably go Moutinho. I would probably go Moutinho. I would probably go Moutinho over Gibbs White. I'd, I'd rather midfield three of, of Moutinho, and Neves, and then Um yeah. I didn't think. I didn't, I didn't think Gibbs White. I thought Gibbs White was really, really poor Tuesday, and I thought he was going to come in fresh off the fact that he's been excellent for Swansea. Come in, started his first game, be really up for it, and I thought he was dog to be honest. So I, I'd probably go then Neves, and Moutinho, and then Traore and Neto either side with Catrone. Um, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so we will move on to the Albion now, and we'll come back for a score prediction from, from both of you. But me and Max will run down a lot of the Albion team picks itself. We're actually struggling with injury a lot at the moment, and obviously Conor Gallagher's suspended. We've not got as many players to pick from as we would like. So yeah, obviously in goal we've got Sam Johnston picks himself, best player of the season, um, getting most Premier League teams at the moment, um, which is something we can't say for the rest of our eleven. Um, System wise at the back we flirted with the back three. Uh, I, I, I can't see why we would play a back three. Um Sam's not done it much. Um I think he's played it in one game. Um personnel wise, what do you think, Max? Are we saying furlong, a Jay,
3: O'Shea? Uh, furlong and a definitely. In there. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe Bartley over O'Shea. It's not necessarily my preference, but I feel like Bartley will have a little bit more about him in a game like yeah. that. Yeah.
0: It's interesting because if we were going um, Bartley over O'Shea, I would also go O'Shea over Furlong, and I would sit with a really resolute flat back four um, rather than a marauding right back. I don't know what your thoughts on that are.
3: Over, uh, oh. over
0: Furlong. I, I love Darnell Furlong. He's been brilliant this season. Uh, well, no, my, my point is he's been suspect at the back. He's been good going forward, and that's it. Yeah. We can bring him off the bench if we need to. Uh, Billy, it's used to do that. Lot, actually, bring on Darnell Furlong. Uh, left back is Gibbs if he's fit. Without a doubt for me. Yeah. Yep. Um I'd also go, is it a four-five one? Is it a four two three one? Is it a four three three? Whatever it is, it we're gonna be it's ten men behind idea. the ball. It's gonna be the same players. Yeah, it's same players and we're gonna be ten men behind the ball. Um I think the midfield without Connor Gallagher will look like a midfield of last season. Um, I think Sawyers and Livermore.
3: I mean, a midfield of last season sounds a lot better than it's gonna look. <laughs>
0: yes. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were pretty good last season, yeah. Yeah, um, Sawyer's
3: Livermore, Kravinovich last season sounded great. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm after just I'm,
0: playing Matty Phillips, man.
3: Yeah, after his Blackpool performance, I don't think Kravinovich is going to get near that. No, he, he's,
0: he's playing on the right wing as well, which isn't his position. Um, mm. Yeah, so I, I'd i go Livermore, Sawyer's. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Robert Snodgrass plays, you know.
3: I, I'd yeah.
1: To... For his delivery from set pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might uh, just come straight in.
0: Yeah. Uh, Snodgrass, back stick, Jay, bang, 1-0, sit behind the ball. That'll, that'll be Allardyce's plan. Allardyce will be tucking into his pie and mash with a litre of gravy on Friday evening, dreaming of a Robert Snodgrass corner. Shemi Ajay, header, bang,
1: 1-0. That worries me, actually, a little bit tonight. <laughs> 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 it worries me, a little
0: bit. What, the <laughs> litre of gravy or the...
1: All well, uh, oh mate, I made a banging gravy on the weekend, but not the gravy so much, but the thought of a Robert Snodgrass,
3: because
1: yeah. um, he, he, he's got some assists against it when he played for West Ham. I'm sure he's got some assists against us in the past. Um, yeah. So I've been interrupted, but yeah. No, no not at all. Blah. Not at all.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's just sending shudders down your spine. The thought, yeah. of oh, uh, scoring a goal. S- at scoring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, it, feels, it feels like a fantasy at the moment. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Snodgrass might play. To be honest, I would go with Snodgrass. I'd go um, Livermore, Sawyers, Pereira, um, Snodgrass, Deangana, Callum Robinson. Yeah. That, that's my team. Deangana is a very, very hard worker without the ball. Um, I wouldn't play Matt Phillips. Snodgrass would come in for Matt Phillips. Pereira and Snodgrass pick either of the two of those to play on the wing or as that third sort of central midfielder, the one who's at the apex of the of the triangle, really. Um, I don't think it matters personnel-wise because we will, the structure will be the same. We'll be 10 men behind the ball. It's depressing, but it's the way it's going to be. Don't know. Yeah. Fair I enough. Agree. Yeah. I it's, it's, it's grim. It's grim, but I think that's going to be the way it is. But we'll have pace on the break and, and passes to pick the ball. That's the plan. The front three of Diangana, Robinson, Pereira to pick the passes, um, and give little give and goes. There's a blueprint there. Whether or not we it'll have any success is by the by. If we turn up and we don't and we defend like we've defended, but there's a blueprint. Yeah, yeah. there's some there's something there. There's something to cling on to. Um, scores then. <laughs> now Max, I know you're hoping for a, a 2 you know, <laughs> win for Wolves. <laughs> Max, can I have a can I have a prediction for you? What, what, where do you think this is heading?
3: Uh, first of all, I'd like to clarify that's a worst case. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But um, but yeah, 2-0. I, I mean, I can't see us getting anything other than 1-0 if we're winning. Okay. So I'm hoping for a 1-0 because of that.
0: Yeah, in go terms, on.
3: In terms of a prediction, that's oh. a very different question. Oh. Um, maybe 3-1 to Wolves. Okay. He's uh, being,
0: being honest. Being honest. Interesting you think Wolves will score three times. Um, yeah they don't. Um, I know they didn't. I'm, did not, it recently, say, I'm but... not
3: necessarily saying wolves will score three. I'm saying will concede. So is his <laughs> playing... <Soyuz> dream. <laughs> so is dreaming of a black country goal. So he hammers one home 20 from 25 <laughs> yards again. <laughs> that was a good oh, point,
0: Max. Yeah. Very, good. Uh, very good. Very good. Very um, good. JB or Essa, either of you, jump in. Either of you. With Esso. A
2: Yeah, um, tricky one really. Full compliment. I I think it'd be one of those like two or three nil controlled demolitions. Like you wouldn't get anywhere near us. But yeah, I think there are some some cracks in there. But um, I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for one nil Wolves. I think it'll be um, I think it'll be KG. Uh, I think Big Sam's gonna sit back and like you say, let us have it. on the break, but I think it's about time we kind of broke the rot and, and, and kept a clean sheet and I, I think look, we, 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 we should score. So I'm going to go for 1-0 Wolves.
0: A yeah, lot of logic in that. Um, JB, do you want to go first or shall I?
1: No, no. Um, make it even. Go, out, go Albion Wolves, Albion Wolves. I'll finish off.
0: Yeah, perfect. So for me, I, I mean, we've, we've done this to death. Everything that we could possibly have thought on the game has been said. Um, it's just that little voice. It's just that little voice that's saying... You cannot sit on your podcast uh, and tolerate chatting about wolves every week, and then and be optimistic every week because I I think I am, and then not say that we're going to get one over on you. Um, and as I used this phrase earlier, this could come back to bite me. Um, yeah. I think I think it will be a one-nil Albion win. I do I think it'll be a 1-0 Albion win. Uh, I'm not I'm not going to be putting any money on this game because it's going to be painful enough. I'm not sure enough of anything uh, and you've heard my thoughts all the way through the podcast there's no reason we should win 1-0 but I'll go for 1-0. Why
2: not? Good lad. Back the boys.
1: Why not? Back the boys. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Okay. Um I I'm going to go 2-0 Wolves. Um I, I still I, I, I am don't be wrong listen I'm apprehensive you know I, I'm sitting here saying turn in, I can't see where we're going to score two go- two goals from, to be honest with you but Wait, one, just, one I, from I, Sawyer's I,
0: from 25 Yeah, one, hours.
1: one, one <laughs> from Sawyer's yeah and then a Sam Johnston nightmare because he's been too good all season but um, no I, I think t- I, I, I just think if, if we just turn up even with the players out even with the side we, we put out with the injuries I, I just think if we turn up we, we we should have just too much and and I, I think I think I think Neto, I think Neto will have a field day. Um, going going go at your back four. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I've I've got I've got a good I've got a good two now. I've got, I've got a good two now and, and stick with, with with my sort of gut instinct. I'll take a, listen, I'll take a one nil. I'll, I'll take an so an so prediction any day of the week. But yeah. I'll just I'll just mix it up. So we got four different predictions and I'll I'll, I'll get two nil wolves.
0: Wonderful. Yeah. Um. I. I think if you had neto Tra- neto Troyore and Pedence, and you could well have neto Troyore and Pedes, uh, I think there's absolutely no way we stop you scoring. But yeah. um, you know, there's chinks in the armour. You've, you've yeah, of course. spoken about this, and it would be yeah, yeah, it would be
3: very boring chinks, ch-
1: chinks in the armour that suit the way that you are probably yeah. going to play your yeah. game.
3: Yeah,
0: it w- when Wolves have looked suspect, as Esso touched on earlier, it is against sides who are happy to let Wolves have the ball.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And listen, obviously Perens could is probably out. Traore could be out, and Neto got the kind of knock last night that yes, it, yes, he could well see you out of a game I I'm telling you. So ever he's of- ever,
0: <laughs> I never wish injury on anyone, yeah.
2: but he was down for
0: long enough to make me hope. Like, that's just the kind of knock. I'm that's that's the kind
2: of knock you get that that that. that, that
3: Catches up a couple of days. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I
0: hope, I hope so he's, he's fit because I think he's a wonderful player, Pedro Neto, but... Uh, I yeah. If he is out, yeah, then it's just
3: for that game. And maybe yeah, yeah, next exactly.
0: I hope <laughs> It's a minor knock. He doesn't play on Saturday and then you can have him back. Um, my, he'll my, probably my score the winner sort of, now as
1: well. My, yeah, my only sort of like um, hope with that is the fact that I thought the medical team at Wolves usually a, a spot. And I would have thought if they'd known it was, I would have thought they'd have took him off because he still had subs at the time, Yeah, but they kept him on um, and they made a sub afterwards and kept him on. So I'm yeah. hoping that it, 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 I'm hoping that means he's okay. But when he went down, I think the first thing I texted you, didn't I? Yes, I said, said this doesn't yeah. look good. Um, yeah. So yeah, so potentially. I we text could have Max all...
0: and said, this looks good.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so potentially we could have, we could have all three back or potentially we could have none of them. Um, yeah, it's a massive difference man massive yeah it's difference. a huge difference huge difference um yes. and it's going to be interesting i think when the lineups is a quarter past 12 kickoff. i think half 12
2: kickoff. So half 12, half
1: 12. so when so, so the lineups come out at half 11 um That'll be really interesting. Really interesting. For sure.
0: Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, lots of injuries, lots of suspensions, but there'll be a lot of drama as well. Um, that does just about do us. That has been a very, very, very deep dive on the Black Country Derby. Uh, Max, Esso, thank you so much for, A, yeah. coming on and, B, being on for so long. Thanks for your Pleasure. excellent input, yeah. both of you.
2: Thanks, yeah, thanks guys.
0: Thank oh, you. Brilliant. Um, if anybody who listened as well, thank you very much for getting to this point in the podcast because it was a long old listen. Um, anything to add, JB? Before we finish,
1: no, I think uh, I've done enough talking. But um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to the weekend. Thanks to Max S.O. coming on. Thanks yeah. to as well. Like I said, you're touching All the listeners, I- I'm finding there's more and more sort of people interacting as the week goes on. Absolutely. Which means yeah. I think, which I think we're reaching a sort of a wider audience week by week, which is which is the aim. So thanks to everyone that's listening. Keep sharing. Keep retweeting. Um, and as I said, me and Kevin love feedback. Positive or negative, constructive criticism, we'll, we'll take it all sure, on board. So yeah. keep yeah, if, coming.
0: If you if you love the the niche, brilliant. Let us know. If you think this is the podcast equivalent of a half and half scarf, then let us know. Like that's valid criticism as well. If you're sat there thinking, what are these two idiots doing talking about each other's football clubs? Let us know. Um, but no, absolutely, that interaction really, really does uh, put a smile on our face, whether it's good or bad. Um, so that's yeah. It. Once more, guys, enjoy the game to you three and enjoy the game to everybody who's listening. Um, Thank you, everybody, and goodbye from the Black Country Ramble.